Welcome back to a spooky episode of the Criterion Cult Podcast. That's right, it's October. That means we gotta care about only one thing, and that's Halloween. Yeah, baby. Yeah, hell yeah. Because uh, if you're a real one, you care about it all year long. That's yeah, exactly. True. We already started, alive, baby. And with these two films, we're starting off our little kind of Halloween month. We're doing like horror, thriller-based films. Um, this is Criterion Cult. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia. We got the Beast. What's up, <laughs> Ghosts and Ghouls? And well, he's Diego the Demon Diaz. I'm just gonna go by. It. I know that, but I'm gonna call you the Demon. Okay, I know let's the, go by I, the Demon. I know yeah. the Beast thing is your thing. Yeah, but let's that's go online. by the Demon. Here You're on right. the podcast, let's go by it's the, the demon. demon. You're right. Yeah. And we got uh, uh, not 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 Nacho Vioma. What's up? The Foo. Oh, the Foo. Nacho Vioma. What's going on? I was gonna call. I was just gonna call him Nacho Lantern. I try to do some Halloween. Well, and then you got Armando Aviza here, uh, spooking your way into your hearts. So. Well, oh, I like that. I, I couldn't. I couldn't think. Yeah, you're, that's that's like too that. cute for Halloween, dude. That's too cute. That's like some Valentine's Day shit. I'm a cutesy Halloween guy. <laughs> Save it for February, pal. Instead of hard ghosts. eyes, I give you pumpkin eyes. Yeah, he's one of those cute ghosts. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this is our first episode of our little Halloween block that we're doing, which I'm really excited sure. about. It's the first time I'm ever celebrating Halloween, guys. I just want to let you know that. What do you mean, first time you're celebrating? My mom never let me celebrate Halloween when I was a kid. Yeah, I never dressed up. Exactly. What? Yeah. Wait, are you like a Jehovah? Was no, she was just super Christian in the nineties. Oh. Yeah, eighties, nineties. Oh, are you gonna? <laughs> when dr- I was a kid, are you gonna dress up this year? No, I. No, grew. you have to go all out now. I think we now should dress up, that. dude. You should dress up as episode. the devil. <laughs> yeah, this last episode, you should dress up. The last episode of these, this block that we're doing. Yeah. I'm over that. It's fine. You didn't yeah. need to dress up and yeah. get all that candy, even though Halloween Halloween is great. Yeah. Um. You know, it's fine. You didn't really miss anything. I really want to go back to that. Wait. So you missed out on candy all these years? Uh. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, I've eaten candy. Yes. Right. But you didn't get to <laughs> yeah, have not like a that, that experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I had right. pizza on Halloween. That's okay. <laughs> It's called the Harvest Festival. Though. Yeah. All right, all right, here we go. Oh, that's right. That's true, yeah. At yeah. church, yeah, you do the Harvest Festival. But they, yeah, they give you stuff there, right? Yeah, they give you candy. They give you pizza. Yeah, right. see, yeah. they give you candy. It, it was yes. It was yeah. Right, right? Just didn't dress up. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. It's not that bad. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, guess who? Well, you know, Mr. Beast Demon uh, uh, Satan over here, he's starting yeah. us off. This he's yeah. starting off the spooky season. Yeah. With what do we got? So. Uh, my Criterion film is a little film called Don't Look Now. And then the film that I'm going to sacrifice, uh, put on the altar, is going to be mm. Eden Lake. And we'll talk about that later. So you guys ready to get into Don't Look Now? Well, Don't Look Now, but uh, there we yes. Go. There we go. <laughs> All right. So just a little brief summary uh, synopsis of the film. Um, this movie was uh, directed... First off, directed by Nicholas Rogue, uh, starring Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie, and also Hillary Mason and Clelia Matanya. Yeah, I hope I didn't butcher those last names, but we'll get into who they are later Mm on. Um, So this film is uh, it's about a grieving couple who is on a work slash vacation trip in Venice um, and encounter these two sisters who are psychics and they warn the couple about their impending doom that will happen. And, you know, 
that's basically the journey it takes you are we, on. Are we skipping a big part though? That kind of. No, not that's just a synopsis. Yeah, that's just a synopsis. Oh, you're still on the synopsis? Yeah. I thought we were already talking about it. My bad. No, <laughs> well, we can start now. That was a little quick. Since little... you brought that up, start it off. So, no, I mean, come on. Let's, uh, Diego. Dead I mean, babies. this is part of your thing. You guys, if you want to jump in, Nacho, but Diego, no, what no, do you? No, for sure, for sure. Let's. What, what do you got to say about Don't Look Now? How do you look at it in terms of? I don't know, like in as horror in general. I'm not a horror guy. I haven't so, been. So this isn't a. This isn't a typical horror. I would say this is more of a thriller, and that's what it's labeled as. It's more a thriller mystery mm-hmm. with horror elements. It's kind of it's the an trend erotic of thriller. Horror, oh, what's go. going on now? I feel like you know. Oh really? Wait, what? I feel yeah, like I this. Was, like I, Don't Look Now is like what's. What the trend of horror is kind of now. Oh, sure. Especially for popular, sure. Okay. Like, for yeah, Terry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is like this is like the Baba Duke. The yeah. Baba Duke tried to do exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it works more on that thriller element, not so much, you know, uh, what you're used to in horror with. Well, I guess what, what when you think of the word horror, like as far as like slashers or, or zombies or shit like that, um, this is more of well, like. Uh, you don't feel like there's some sort of like supernatural element? No, that's. Yeah, there are definitely yeah. some paranormal stuff, but not necessarily in the base that like horrors play on. You I know? Feel you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a little bit more uh, thought out, I think. Um, and the it was a it was a Artsy. interesting watch. Artsy, maybe. Yeah. Well, because Rogue isn't a horror director. No, he's not. He's yeah. done other stuff, which is also on Criterion. He did Walkabout. That was kind and... of the theme of the 70s, 70s and like 80s. Like a lot yeah, of directors that's... just took a shot at horror. And that's why 70s was rocking, baby. Yeah. I, I mean, every, everything in the 70s is what cracks. That's what all my favorite shit comes from because okay. that's when everybody... And, and it's starting to happen now. We're starting mm-hmm. to see it now with yeah. a lot of new directors into that. Who, who they can dip their toes in other th- in everything. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, yeah, back then, I mean, you know... Or, Polanski, even though he's a piece of shit, he did Rosemary's uh, Baby, yeah. which is great. Yeah. He did horror oh. before, but they were like thrillers more yeah. so. Then you have, uh, you know, someone like um, oh yeah, Knife in the Water and Repulsion. Yes, kind of those, yes, right. Yeah. So like that, and but he could do other stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, he yeah. did like uh, uh, Shakespeare adaptations, you know, like so. It, it, people are doing it now, but I feel like this is like a really great example of that, where like these these uh, these filmmakers from the seventies were just like, mm-hmm. oh, because it's based on a book. Uh-huh. And he or story story right? I think yeah. story yeah and yes. so like you know he saw it more as like he understood the metaphor of it as opposed to the shock value jump scare yes of it, yeah yeah for sense, sure right yeah because yeah. there's not very many of those jump scares that you would expect in a horror uh, which I was kind of happy are there any too. I, I I don't think there is any no, no actually I, I mean. No, I guess there wouldn't really be any kind of jump. Not really, scare. there's like um, it's more building tension than anything. Yeah, right. And they don't do it cheaply like how I don't know horror films have been doing it lately, just for like you know those well like those like budget. five and dime ones, you know, just like shitting them out. Those horror films, yeah, that's stuff that where they know how to make money, yeah. like you know, Rogue, because he is such a great filmmaker when he was a cinematographer as well yes um he is able to kind of capture those colors and things that pop like and that sort of you know in a, in a horror film in like big budget horror films which i think is what you're talking about where they just do kind of a low budget oh well i'm talking about like cheap jump scare yeah like big budget horror films Escape like room, uh, um yeah, just Blumhouse. Shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, other, not all Blumhouse, but like kind of like the the stuff that they have. Yeah. But like they don't really what they're focusing on is just making everything look dark mm-hmm. and like scary and not in like a, a, a 
not in like a hereditary Ari Aster way, yeah. but in like a just like, we don't want you to really see anything because it's just going to pop out, of, out, out at you and yeah. like stab you right. or whatever. Whereas like, don't look now. It, it's not worrying about what's in the dark because that's not what's scary. It's just their grief is like, is scaring them in their well, relationship. Yeah. A comparison, uh, a movie that I thought of when watching don't look now was, uh, a favorite of mine that I brought to this pod was uh, Antichrist. Yeah, actually, me a too. A movie about grief and mm, for sure. Yeah. Would you say Antichrist is horror? People would consider it that. I would say so. Yeah. I but mean, yeah. if you consider this like a psychological sure. horror, yeah. so that, for that's, sure. That's immediately what kind of, I was kind of relating to, or like. I mean, no one, no, being... no. There's no fucking fox eating itself. No, but there's, a lot, there's a lot of fucking in the beginning. No, but I'm saying uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is that uh, that's more horrific than anything that happens in Don't Look Now. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But yeah. even even but even that, like you know, like that long sex scene that they had in the beginning of the movie and all that, like the, all that. Which one? Ju- uh, I'm sorry. Don't look now. Well, they both. Oh. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Both of them have long. Yeah, yeah, they both have that. Intense right. We did, we unfortunately didn't get the, we didn't scene. get that slow motion. Um, we didn't get that shaft artistic sack look shot, so to speak. But yeah. It was it was a long scene. It was a lot longer than uh, the scene in Antichrist. I don't well, know. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was a lot longer. It was uh, it was pretty quick. It's cut up pretty quick. It, it is pretty long. It's very erotic. They they you know, there's a. It's she looks happy. All right, it wasn't that short. Yeah. And you were you were saying that you were saying that you were saying That's that true. she didn't look very happy. That the well, film that was went in. He went on. Dawson knows how to please a woman. You were saying that the film was banned yes. in certain areas so because of that like scene. Right? Air, it was banned in my house. At least in Ireland. Yeah, they had to like cut that scene. Because oh, okay. it was not cool in certain countries. Yeah, it was banned in my pad because when I. I saw it. I got freaky. So there's a there's a little like a twenty minute little interview with some of the uh, some of the directing crew. Just about from, the sex scene. Well, they they go in in depth and detail with that in that scene. Um, that's why you watch it. So yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> Specifically, just for that. No, but uh, like commentary on your sex. Yeah, scene. I wanted to know what why. So uh, we wanted to hear Rogue speak over the sex scene. Yeah, so which makes sense. That's what we're here. That's how we are here at Criteria. So Equal. the director and I think the director and the director of cinematography were the only two people besides the the actors. Uh, the actors in the in the movie and they did it On really just yeah they did it real quick too it was just like a oh, three hours setup. Like so right. it looked, yeah. took, it looked like take your took time his take time. your time guys taking his but time. uh they shot it like kind of like i would say like gorilla just with handheld cameras <laughs> yeah He's hung like a girl. Uh, we didn't see. We didn't get to see. So we're not sure. Yeah, yeah. See, Diego doesn't call it doggy style. He calls it gorilla. <laughs> yeah, baby. Gorilla <laughs> radio. Nah. Which is, uh, you know, too much for this podcast. Hey, all right. Yes. Yeah, so they, the way that they filmed it was fantastic. Uh, we saw enough. We loved it. We're all excited here. You you wish you could really, see how They got down to the nitty gritty. They got... No, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was so realistic that a lot of people thought they really had sex, which they did not. Donald Sutherland and Rogue have confirmed that they did not really have sex. It was just done and filmed and edited in a way, because editing is fantastic in this film. When it's done properly, you're going to suspect that maybe it happened. Exactly. That's why I'm saying, like, you know, the editing they have in this film to have that, like, um... You know, at, at the beginning, which I don't think spoils anything, you know, hopefully you've seen this movie. It's, it's from the 70s. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't, maybe stop now. Go watch no, it. It's come back. I mean, we posted well, the it, thing. But so. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it is the beginning because when she, like, when she dies, like, that editing of, like, her drowning in the water. You know, when I, who dies? The, the little daughter. girl. The daughter. Okay. The daughter at the beginning. Yeah. When the daughter uh, drowns and um, they, like, had to do that in a... Uh, 
and a tank with three separate little yeah. girls that weren't the actress. Right. Mm. Because they didn't want to do it. Yeah. And was so, it a little person? Did they use her? No, they didn't. I would that that'd be awful <laughs> if they dunked her in the water. So they so you 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 read somewhere that they, they used two, three different little girls? Yeah, because they just wouldn't do it. They wouldn't stay in long enough to do so. The editing in that okay. really has to make you like it has to cut all that out. It has yeah. to cut all their shit out. And it does perfectly because you feel like, oh, shit, there is, like, a body of this little girl just floating in the water. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the ball right there in the in the, in the water, yeah. the red jacket. I mean, they're just, I mean, the cinematography is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super stylized. Like, uh, something that remind it reminded me of, did you ever see that uh, health music video, um, We Are Water? It was directed by Eric Warheim. No. It kind of has, like, this, it kind of has, like, the same kind of feel. Like, it's kind of in slow motion and the colors are kind of like these dark vivid like i don't know that sounds like oxymoron but like you know they're kind of the colors are dark but they still pop you know and this is like that scene when dollar Summer is trying to get his daughter out of the water like mm-hmm. her jacket is super well, that bright red pops and like throughout yeah the whole movie. Just, yeah, like, yeah yeah that's something you know, that like, stands out throughout the whole film yeah. yeah yeah i just feel like that was i feel like he kind of got like uh, an influence from that maybe a little bit but because the whole film doesn't look like that, you know? Like, it looks like on a stage, kind of, like, where, how you said they were in a tank for that, you know? So it doesn't uh-huh. look like they're outside in that pond where sh- where they're, like, shooting it, you know? Because yeah, it kind of do- looks different, you know? But it looks... They were originally going to do it in the pond, tr- yeah. but mm-hmm. the little girl didn't want to do it, so they yeah. the only way to convince these other three little girls that they, it took for them to get the shot they yeah. wanted was to do it. Yeah. Tank. But I yeah. like the way it looks, you know, like, yeah, it's yeah, just it like, great. cause it's like this weird, like, it's like surreal. Cause yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause you know, he just like, there's no warning for him to like run out to like the pond or whatever. Like he just has this feeling and it's weird. Like he just runs out, but everything and, builds up going into that, like yeah. him spilling over that ink or whatever it is. And then dripping yeah, out, drips, like everything has a purpose on it. And yeah. then the, from the photo, the ink, right. the ink yeah. runs everything right. has Maybe. a purpose throughout yeah. the film. Well, that yes. glass, all that glass mm-hmm. kind of triggers a bunch of events too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, like it triggers a lot of those what events. glass. He smokes glass, glass? glasses. Well, yeah, I think so. Broken windows. <laughs> Cause he sounds like an idiot. Um, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain that later, but no, no, there's always glass broken. So like in that first scene, when the daughter dies, the, the brother, runs over glass oh on his oh, bike yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay when when the when what's her name oh my god no i know what you're talking about but yeah there's yeah. always gl- okay like, glass there always, is you're right it's yeah. kind of like shattered a moment. glass like, there's yeah. always shattered glass prior mm-hmm. to like a moment in this movie um but no i was gonna bring up real quick just uh i heard this theory on the way here um about like who the killer is actually in this movie and i bring it up because it involves this scene it starts off with this scene mm-hmm the scene of the girl drowning in there, right? Yeah. All right. The way she's drowning, right? Like, it looks like someone's holding her legs. You know, like. Because you only see her upper body. You only, only see her upper of, body. She's not, yeah. like, necessarily sinking or trying to swim up at any time. It's her on her back, mm-hmm. and it's, like, almost, like, inverted in. And there, <laughs> this theory. It was a wild theory, and I don't believe, but it was just an interesting take on it because he's saying that it's possibly the brother who who did it because he was the only one that was out there. Mm-hmm. He was the only one that was like close enough. Like he didn't tell the dad or Shao or anything. You, he, was, you think, he was too you, busy working on his bike. You think the brother and the dwarf at the end are incognito? <laughs> they were like in cahoots. Little, little they people, were in cahoots, dude. dude. Little but people are evil. That was that was another thing too that reminded me I'm of evil. something else. Like when the brother is just like looking at the dad, like 
Yeah, and he you has, know? He has like, he's blood on his so, hand. He's l- so licking his hand, like and all like, that. Like I think that just, was just from his bike or something. I don't know. I, yeah, it doesn't I mean, really. I don't know. It could be from anything, but he wasn't wet, so I won't go with that theory. You know? Yeah, that's like, that's what I was gonna was, say. He won't if he's only holding her feet up. What? But he has well, to get in. Remember, I'm saying like it look. It looks like. Like her back is towards the wall. Like, uh, so you think he was holding her feet up? No, I don't down. think this is. Well, the theory, the, the theory the, the is that, the, that they're holding her down like that. Yes, exactly. Because easier for he wasn't a person strong to, enough. To, yeah, to, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think the bros got the Some wild accusation. I don't think the little bros got the know, balls man. to do something like that. To be honest Some with you, conspiracy him. theory. Because he because right he just got bopped in the head and he acted like a little <laughs> punk. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, and so I don't think he's got the balls to kill. Yeah. He ain't got the balls to chill. He ain't got the balls to do anything, this little kid. But Donna Sutherland is down for whatever. He's got monster balls. And I'll tell you this, yes, sir. because, you know, he comes in, he's got he's got this beautiful perm, this beautiful curly perm. It's just, it's looking, it's parted. It's, Man, that it's... haircut is... And I'm over here thinking, damn, Donald, like, I- I'm loving everything you're doing here. But then I read on IMDb that it's a wig. Oh, wow. Shatter wow. my Shut dreams. Up. Are you wow. serious? He's wearing a wig in that. And it sucks <laughs> oh, because, wow. honestly, like, that look completes who he is as yeah. the character. <laughs> like, and I was just like, oh, that would be cool if he was just like, oh, this is my character. I'm just going to grow my hair out like this. Yeah. The fact that they gave him a wig, you know, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in you, Sutherland. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Kiefer wouldn't do something like that. Kiefer would never do something like that. But don't look now. Is I mean you know it's like like we were saying about the about the Babadook it's like a grief uh, monster that's what it is yeah right? overall grief yeah. is what is fucking them up is why they're you know that's the 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 monster the the paranormal thing that's uh, that's what they have to like watch out for basically and I think like the film did a good job at like giving red herrings which is like I said everything's a purpose in this film because it kind of kept you guessing like what the fuck is going not really what the fuck's going on but so much like what is the what is the uh overall like um i guess like the horror element you know because there's so much going into like the psychic sisters and then him like just going through like almost like a paranormal thing when Mm -hmm. he falls off the scaffolding you know that just Mm kind of like a freak accident and then like he thinks his wife is getting kidnapped, so he thinks like the sisters are trying to like you know do some crazy. But shit. But he just saw the future. Yeah, and that's one thing that you kind of like it foreshadows a lot because also the yeah that's one of the kind sisters of the thing that, yeah, yeah says like uh, he has a gift, yes. not the wife, you know, mm-hmm. and the wife is kind of like what the hell are you talking about? And that's when the sister tells oh, oh she, she yeah because she, so she's psychic yeah she Donald Sutherland, Julie Christie, beautiful then. More beautiful than she's ever been. Good Lord, Julie Christie and Donald. Yeah. I mean, Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie, just looking like the fucking hottest couple you've yeah. ever seen. Stylish, yeah. sexy. They, I mean, they just get down. <laughs> oh, they do. But oh, they so, get down. so they're in this restaurant, and uh, Julie Christie ends up interacting with this blind girl and her sister, and or this blind lady. Sorry, mm-hmm. this blind woman and her sister, and the blind woman uh, talks about how she can see the dead daughter. How she can see the dead daughter, and she's smiling, and she's laughing, and, the, and then the sister says, oh, she's psychic. So they kind of interact with her throughout the film, mm-hmm. and Donald Sutherland's a little weary about them. He thinks they're grifters. He thinks they're just trying to take her, like, for some some way, trying to yeah. take his wife or something. Yeah. And they're really just, you know, they're just strange people. Everyone in this movie 
is strange as fuck. Yep. The bishop is strange. Everybody's fucking strange. There's all kinds of characters. The cops. Yeah, there's no normal interaction. Well, the cops yeah, like, like the cops. always feels like someone the sisters, is... Yeah. I like the is, comedic relief. The, it's just the like, hotel guy. Yeah. He's the comedic relief, right? He was like, creepy, he's too. Like, like, I didn't know what the hell his... It was like, just kind of like... <laughs> like It seemed like he had a different prerogative, too. Like, well, he was just like sad that nobody would want to stay... Like, wanted to eat at the hotel and do stuff, right? Like... Well, he was like also like I guess like uh, n- not nervous, but just overwhelmed with the fact that they were closing too, and he ended to get everything ready. Yeah, well, uh, anyway, everybody well, he was is getting like, ready. Already. Everybody <laughs> is just weird in this film, and everyone yeah. has these sort of strange interactions, and it's sort of hard to tell if they yeah everyone if has they're like, good or if they're bad. Yeah, or you don't know yeah, their, yeah, like intention. No, you. you don't know anyone's intentions or. Either Donald Sutherland's or Julie. Uh, no, like even the town, like you know, they're on a. Well, Venice, Venice, right? Yeah. Venice, you know? Italy. And, like, yeah. Just people looking, and you don't know. You just don't know, like who yeah. exactly. Like, and they're kind of, yeah, like, but a little bit of foreigners, sort of. You yeah, know? yeah. They're, like you know, look. If you haven't seen this movie, just know if you go to Venice, grief is out there, running around a little a red, red raincoat, stabbing fools in the neck, stabbing fools in the neck, pissing in a corner. You yeah. come up on them, they're gonna stab you in the neck. Yeah. Back up. Your daughter's dead. You gotta just grieve in the right way. Don't let it destroy you. That's pretty much like what you know the film's saying. Don't let because God is dead. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, that no that uh, like because you know Julie Christie accepts like oh I, you know like she sort of doesn't she stops grieving because those uh, women kind of tell her oh we see her and she's happy mm-hmm. she's good yeah you kind of gotta let her go yeah and then they just say oh you gotta tell your husband to get out he's in trouble she's mm-hmm. telling him he's in trouble and it's just like you know Julie Christie just is happy because she's grieving in a better way now whereas before she wasn't yeah donna sutherland is the one who's letting that shit eat him up yeah and it eats him up so much that yeah you think well not, 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 with, not without her fucking help she she's she tells him you're the one who fucking let her go play in the yard like by herself like she throws that in his face you know that sounds like, like a dad talking right here <laughs> yeah well she's a fucking dick like how is he supposed to get over it when like yeah like that that one scene because yeah she's she's explaining yeah, I'm feeling better. I, I I talk to these ladies, and she's like, "Well, you're the one who let them play by the pond." I'm like, bitch, shut up. Like, slap her. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but that's fucked up. But I up. think that's it's also we do you not know? advocate I mean, violence no, 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 towards women. No, no, we women. don't. We don't. But that was but that we're was just a messed joking. up thing yeah, to right. say. Sometimes to him. she just I, needs. Like, but, so, <laughs> but sometimes a nacho lantern needs <laughs> to smack. And do they by chance say like how long between that event and like them going to Venice? Like. I mean, no, they don't. They don't. It's just like, yeah. It but, seems like it's... But it is weird because they get a phone call. And I was like, what? Didn't they have a son? And, yeah. And, and, then, it, and the phone call is about, about the yeah. son, you know? Nothing said about the son. <laughs> you see him in the beginning. You yeah, don't really see him throughout the movie. And then you see him yeah. almost towards the end again. Well, that's pretty crazy. I mean, that's kind of another bad parenting tactic, Well, that's right? why they just so, sent him off to some boarding school. Some boarding but school even, back But at even home. then, though, like yeah. your daughter drowns because you weren't watching her. Look, I'm not trying to say that they're bad parents in that aspect. It happens. Accidents happen. But then they're like, shit. We had we didn't have eyes on her daughter. She drowned. She's dead. Let's go to Venice. Send our kid to boarding school. <laughs> yeah. where we're never gonna see him. Know what he's doing. Like what? You know, there's no, there's nothing. Well, there's no way we can know well, what I he's mean, doing. Bad like, parenting makes the world go round. So the reason they're in Venice. Don't look too. now, but bad parenting is happening everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere you go. Yeah. So the reason they're in Venice too, just to kind of add in a little bit, is uh, Donald Sutherland's character is kind of like a like archi- uh, architect, and he's restoring this church, mm. and that's where. He has that mishap 
paranormal incident with him falling off the scaffolding. He has a few, right? Like, I mean, not... Oh, well, I guess... he does have, like, a trip where he thinks he's following the sisters, and he goes to their hotel, but then he's just, yes. like, all like, this shit he, happens. He gets lost and stuff. Yeah, he yeah. keeps tripping out. Yeah. But it's because he's sort of seen the future because he's able to... Like, yeah, that's what the, the, the blind the woman sister says, yeah. that he yeah. has well, a he gift. Thinks he's seen his daughter, too, running around. Yeah. That's his, yeah, his mentality. Know? That's his grief, as you said he's seen before. someone in this yeah, red grief. coat that she died in. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Grief done fucking so, you up, which you know it makes sense, right? I mean, it, you know, you know that's you know it's your kid. Of course, that shit's gonna fuck you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it, it really is sort of this. Uh, it's like um, again, like the Baba Duke, how the Baba Duke tried to do, mm-hmm. where the Baba Duke was just grief, and so eventually, once the the mom was able to get over that grief, the Baba Duke went away and stopped. Like uh, the kid didn't see it anymore. You know what I mean? When she got over, you know. Th- agree yeah and julie christie doesn't get stabbed by the little dwarf in in the red sweater because she got over the grief in a good way she she was able to process it and donald sutherland doesn't he mm. follows it straight up grief kills him yeah yeah mm-hmm. this is movies bro <laughs> <laughs> we're film fools this dog we film. look into this shit homie <laughs> check out my video essay on youtube you think homie? all this shit happened to them because they weren't christian like, <laughs> no, because don't kiss it, the ring, dog. No, because there's this whole thing with like them not being Christian or Catholic, right? It'd be and, really and, like, funny if that was a message that Rogue was you, trying to say. You know? yeah. and, He's like, "You're not Christian. Some little dwarf's gonna come stab you in the neck." <laughs> but yeah, that was that's what I like. Uh, like I, when I first watched this, uh, I watched this film and then the next film right after, and it kind of made me appreciate this film more so because it's not so linear you know like not everything is just like cut right. and dry sort of you know Seen after okay, scene, yeah. you know yeah. like there's like a everything is, like everything you know, like it's kind of like oh wh- why are they going there why does why all of a sudden you feel this way to go chase like these women and like see like he's like he thinks he sees um his wife with those two uh older women those sisters yeah the psychics and stuff like that and but like everything is kind of like jumped around and like you don't know what you don't know what is the future or kind of the past a little bit, you know. Yeah, that's kind of what this back film does. Yeah, and that's what made me appreciate it, this film more because the next film is a lot more just straightforward. Yeah, kind yeah. of like you're, you kind of can only have these certain emotions, and this one you're thinking about what you feel about all the scenes and dollars, right. how dollar Sutherland is feeling, you know. And yeah. like Dollar the, Dollar Sutherland, that's Dollar. my rap name, Dollar Sutherland, baby. <laughs> but you know, like how like how he's dealing with the grief, and even the wife too, because you think it's more her, like she's kind of frantic it starts and off, stuff. Yeah. You know, like you, it seems like she's yeah, with her bigger, fainting, more dramatic yeah, her fainting at the and restaurant. And then there's that weird thing that I don't know if you guys can shed light on this for me is where she slips that pill under her sleeve, and then nothing comes of it. You know. I think that was the whole thing like that was like a red herring too because like she's they're use she's using medicine to kind of help her cope oh, you know like that. most yeah, yeah, yeah how most sure. people do mm-hmm. but she's kind of getting to the point that's why she's so like pestering him about meeting these women because she tells him like I, like, I, I want to meet yeah. them um come with me and he's kind of like which is something i i related to in the same sense that i would have been like nah like i don't want why would i want to meet them you know yeah because yeah. they but, seem uh, weirdo like you don't want, yeah like, yeah that's the, where yeah. i stood but then later on you figure out like oh shit it worked out for her because yeah. she and you know and and going back to uh the uh nicholas rogue too he always had these two actors set in mind mm-hmm. because uh 
he felt like these two actors were going to play these characters, yeah. you know, the way he wanted. He wanted yeah, to bring yeah, that yeah. out of him. They're great. Yeah. And I, then Julie Christie and Donald Sutherland. I mean, what a pair. Yeah, Seriously, really. What a fucking pair. And then um, I don't know if you guys noticed, too, <laughs> but at Christie's the end, she's beautiful. not. Yeah. yeah. She's <laughs> not like um, she's not crying. She has like a smirk. And that's because she's like the way he described it is she he wanted to convey who Rogue you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Rogue wanted uh, Julie Christie to convey the feeling of like, well, you know what? At least they're together, both his, her daughter and her husband, you know? So that's kind of one of those things that it leaves it up to you really, if you're watching it. Cause obviously without me hearing what he said, yeah. I would have been like, well, why is she smiling? But after he said it, it was like, oh, that makes sense. Because throughout the whole movie, she's trying to say like, no, I need more. I need closure. I For need sure. to know that my daughter's okay. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So. Well, that, I mean, and that makes sense. And that's what, you know, it, it, it's crazy to see that like um, a lot of uh, horror people really enjoy this or that. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's not that crazy, but that regular people sort of enjoy this film because, mm-hmm. you know, I-, I can see a lot of people seeing that ending with, you know, the little dwarf lady with the red right. jacket kind of being like, <laughs> oh, is this ha- is this what it is? This. Ha- oh, my God. What is this? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Much, but but I got the metaphor. Like, I completely understood the whole grief thing and everything yeah. like right off the bat. And I thought it, I, grief you know, personified, it was stronger really, yeah. because of it. Yeah. But. All right. Well, you know, we're going. We're, don't look now, but we're gonna we're gonna do our final thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Nacho, I want to hear from you first, because you you know because you're a parent, and this is about like you know this is about some I'm horrible shit. Person, Would you let your daughter play? And, and you and you are a little person in a red in a red <laughs> raincoat, stabbing people in the throat when they make me mad. I, Stop following I mean, me. I'm not your fucking daughter. He, I mean, <laughs> you were in Venice in the 70s. Remember, I remember that. You told me about it. I thought that looked familiar. I yeah. thought I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, what are your last thoughts on this? No, last Don't look thoughts. Now. Well, I was going to bring up, but we didn't get a chance to bring it up. Well, no. No, the, the only... So I watched this movie twice. The first time I was just kind of like, uh, it's okay. And then, you know, getting to the ending, I was like, oh, I need to pay attention to more things, you know. But besides that, the movie's dope. Cinematography. The two characters, main. well, the main actors, right? cool the acting i like it the scenes the grays the venice i've never been to yeah. venice but beautiful yeah. like the way it's shot everything that yeah, it was a nice background it was, it was and like he film. avoided the tourist spots you know? yeah. yeah but For it, a reason. it made like, it look like a like yeah. a labyrinth like it was just kind of crazy you know they ain't yeah, lost yeah. but that i enjoyed shit. that oh, i enjoyed really watching cool. that yeah. no no it was it was dope yeah so it I wasn't like, like it was like almost like a fairy tale land you yes. know it was just so like yeah. nothing was recognizable well, you were just like well, you didn't know where they were like Tony you know? suddenly at one point he's like oh i found the real world like you know because they were getting lost yeah. through the bridges and, right. then, and then they finally mm-hmm. were able to find like yeah. people and stuff but anyways um yeah, it was a great only, backdrop the only thing i had issues with was um what would you call it like the voiceovers or shit like that like some of it was the like dubbing the dubbing yeah, i would say like, the dubbing. Yeah. some of it was I didn't like corny that this like like for example when the like the when he's in the church like he's trying to uh, match up the mosaics right mm-hmm. and uh, a wood a piece of wood flies through the, yeah, his, the, the thing sound effects, he's yeah, right? Yeah. He's like, and he's like, ah, yeah. Ah, he was ah, oh, hey. uh, and throughout the movie, there was voiceovers like that. <laughs> he was, was just... overreacting a little bit. Like the the drop down wasn't that far. He well, could have like, but even then, like, yeah, because I get what you mean. Because he would like, because at one point he's just swinging on a rope. Yeah, and like at one point he just like swings one way. He's just like. Oh, yeah. and he goes that like, was pretty like, bad. Like he's just like it's bad. like these really weird sounds. Yeah, yeah no, I get so those vo- the voiceovers are the only thing that like really bugged me about the movie. Like I mean, because they were throughout the whole movie, not all the time, but I mean, you know, 
there was parts right so like that one's like the probably the most memorable even like some and then and then sounds like a speaking, gum rapper moment for you oh no i got that coming up in the next movie but um no so sutherland um <laughs> and even his uh I get it. He doesn't speak Italian, but like I, oh, yeah. I don't know, dude. I I think like he's like trying to sound like a stereotypical like Italian guy, like Luigi or Mario Brothers, like <laughs> sounds like a Fred Armisen <laughs> from like Eurotrip, like scusi, scusi, Bucky the Beppo, you know, like that's what he fucking sounded like. Like it was so it was so bad, like. But um, mm-hmm. no, I mean, besides that, there that's just me nitpicking. I I enjoyed this film. I like it. Everyone watch it. It it is an older film, but it's. I promise you. Just watch it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I rate this um, two skuzies. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna rate it uh, four little little people stabbies in the throat. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty right. good. Yeah, yeah, I like good. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right, um, let's do Mondo. All right, yeah, I, I enjoyed this film. This is a film. I loved it. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> no, yeah, like, yeah, the, my first. I watched this. I watched it twice too, cause the first time I did not really like enjoy it that much. Yeah. I was kind of like, "What? What's going on? Yeah, what is this? Exactly. Who's, yeah, yeah. Who's Donald Sutherland? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? But, whose dad is this? And then yeah. you know, I watched like I watched this film. And I like I felt like I knew how to watch again. And then I watched the second film, and I was kind of like, "Oh, maybe I do kind of enjoy it because it's not just like." so easy to like it's um, not so like in front like yeah this, just like right? okay yeah this would you is, say like black and is, white yeah uh, yeah pretty much yes yeah. yeah it's not so black and white and it makes you feel different ways you know you have to like you, you have to think about it you know like yeah you're the right. second time around like it was like oh okay like i get what they're doing like i like i like on the first watch i like the scenes like some of the cinematography and stuff yeah. how things were so stylistic and almost like had that cloudy feel even like uh, the samurai when okay, we watch yeah. it, you know, like some yeah, of the scenes, yeah. you know, yeah, yep. But yeah, like I mean, watching again, like it does. This film does need multiple viewings. To, like I don't yeah, know. Sure. I think I, anyone I, who saw it just once, no, and watch can, it twice actually. You know, yes. like. But I think that's kind of a good thing about it is that you'll watch it and like how you both kind of said you're like eh, but you felt like you should watch it again to yeah. maybe not have that eh opinion. Yeah. Like so, I think that's like. That that thing that really like shows how good the film is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and yeah. how like the film the filmmakers were like thinking about what they were doing, what right. the scenes were doing, right. and and they wanted to make you feel kind of disjointed right. and like yeah, yeah. kind of all over the place. Like, yeah, like how would you feel if your child died on your watch? Kind right, of, right. You know, like you would just be like a all over the place, like fucking like your emotions, like just from one side to the next, like yeah. in, like immediately. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I like this. I liked it a lot. I'm glad we got to watch it finally. I heard I've heard about it before, but yeah, I'll give it a just three and a half stars. I might give it more on another watch, but this time, like after three two, half. three and a half, that's not bad. You know, uh, not yeah. bad. All right, well, I'll do my last thoughts. Um, I. I didn't need a second watch to enjoy oh, it, but oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, certified cinephile over here. No, but I'm not. I'm not trying to say. But I'm. But what I'm trying to say is that like I think that a second watch is something that I am gonna give it because I think it does need one. Um, I did enjoy it on the first watch because I just liked kind of how I didn't understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. It reminded me a lot of uh, Suspiria, the new one, the remake. It oh, had yeah, this yeah. sort of like uh, this very 
uncomfortable vibe to it where I just was that's, like, yeah, I don't I, ever want to go to Venice because everyone I seems do so go strange. To yeah. That, well, but, but I'm saying but everyone yeah. seems so in strange. This film, and yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, in, for in sure. It and that, and then, that and, was, that was, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but that was no, like no, a cool thing too. Like where like Stanley Kubrick or even killing a sacred deer where it's this, yeah, it's, we're in this, like we're uh, like in our own world, but it's so weird that we're, it doesn't feel like, this is our world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like not it's their yeah. own. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like this. It just like, uh, it tippy toes on the, on the edge of surreal and, and, yeah. and regular life yeah, because reality, it doesn't yeah. go too surreal, but it still sort of like has, you know what it's I mean? set in like a reality for sure. Yeah. yeah. So that was dope. I, I really, really enjoyed this film. I want to watch it again, of course, so that I could have, you know, this, this other perspective about it because there are a lot of things that, I sort of didn't understand, but I just went with it because I was like, damn, this is weird. I love this shit. This is crazy. But the main thing, I think the main thing that made me really, really love this film was the cinematography. I thought the cinematography and a bunch of the shots were just fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. The fucking whole beginning scene of the kid and him uh, looking at the uh, developed uh, picture of her in the church with the uh, red raincoat sitting in a pew, mm-hmm. and then he spills some a drink on it, and that causes the red, like it, it looks like r- blood coming out of her right. on the picture, and so that's when he sees that. Like it, there's just so much good editing, cinematography, the direction throughout. Julie Christie is a goddess uh, in this film. <laughs> yes, Tom oh, Sutherland is a god, a god in this film. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, they're just. I mean, he could be a goddess too. Ooh, yeah, I mean, they're both just fantastic. This is like. Look, I, I'm starting to like more horror in terms of like slasher, different stuff like that. But this is the kind of stuff that really kind of like grabs me when when people say, "Oh, a horror film," you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was just like, I was like, oh, "I'm gonna watch a movie called Don't Look Now." Oh, okay. That sounds like something you'd see at a driving in the '50s, where it's like, you know, some guy in a yeah. fucking like weird like uh, like alien suit or something. I like will it. say that, yes. But so the name kind of has thrown me off, but I'm glad I finally saw it. So I'm giving it fucking straight. I'm giving it four uh, Dollar and Sutherland wigs because those things are nice. fat. They're puffy. They're big. Nice. They're curly. And I love them. They're nice. great. Yeah. Fucking I'm, I'm, I'm really glad, Diego, you brought this to it. So let's cool. hear your final real, qu- Real quick before you start. I forgot to bring up that I the Italian name. I didn't get the Italian words. but in, in Not sure. You already said your final thoughts. <laughs> uh, no, what is it? What is it? Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. It's called in Venice, A Shocking Red December. That's the Italian title like for it? Like translating the Italian title. Right, that, that's, that's what it... Yes. All right. It's better than Don't Look Now. It's kind of an odd name, right? Like, But I yeah. like it. I mean, I like it. They're both yeah, pretty bad. Kind of, they could have said like... They're both pretty bad. But it's like bad so, um, <laughs> you know, like. so, yeah, I, I only watched it once too, but I do want to watch it again. Um, And once? then after this, after this discussion, you guys like really like... Don't watch once. <laughs> you guys really made me like... I guess enjoy the film even more so. Like every time we talk about a movie that I enjoy, and then after we talk about it, and you guys like bring all your opinions to it, it makes me enjoy it even more. I enjoyed that it was shot on location. It just gave it that ambiance that it needed. Hell yeah. yeah. I I think like also the way that the director thought of the actors for a reason. He from the get go he wanted them to play those characters. Makes that sense. Made, yeah, made a lot of sense. And then also. On Criterion, there's a little interview, like I said, um, where the director talks about the film and how everything has a purpose. You know, after watching it, you're kind of left a little bit, like you said, uncomfortable, maybe like still, 
wondering what's what, but at the same time, you're kind of like entertained, you know? Because in the beginning oh, of the film, sure. it, there, there is some times where you're just kind of like, what the hell is going on, you know? But throughout the film, it's still call, it still it, it makes you pay attention and it makes you enthralled for the next scene. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed that in a movie. And I think like this film did it really, really good. Um, I'm glad that I picked it as well. Um, and as, especially after this discussion, I'm going to give it a solid four as well. Yeah. All right. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And we didn't even get into the soundtrack. They had Tom Petty on there. He just, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, your daughter's dead. She was dressed in red. Don't look now. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, if anyone it. heard that in there. <laughs> Diego, what do we got next on so, the first spooktacular? <laughs> Let me finish. I'm just kidding. <laughs> What you from one, sacrifice? from oh, one, uh, from one couple having a shitty time on their trip vacation, we go into the next couple. Also, uh, another UK director, uh, Eden Lake, uh, from 2008, uh, UK horror thriller, directed by James Watkins, starring Kelly Riley, Michael Fassbender, and, and Jack O'Connell. Um, so a little bit about this film. It is about a couple that take a weekend trip um, out to Eden Lake and encounter a group of youths which begin to harass them. And after an altercation that goes bad for a dog, they end up playing a deadly game of cat and mouse. Diego brought dead animals to this Yep, another freaking dead animal. Dead dogs once again. Here are the criterion codes. I mean, they don't um, call you the demon for nothing. It's yeah. fake, fellas. Yeah. Are you guys triggered by the movie where the dog has blood I'm just coming saying out of Fucking stab coffee this here. time, dude. That was coffee. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, this film was also shot on location. Um, I think it looks beautiful, too. The cinematography was great. I feel like them shooting it out. It in... looks like 2008. Yeah, it really does, actually. Yeah, I would say. I would say it does. Yeah. As, uh, are you saying that as a compliment, Mondo, or are you saying just, that as like it just reeks two thousand eight? I mean, oh, like, it's, that's, like... a, that's a that's a word to use. Reeks, huh? Can you can you go more into that? Like, what what two thousand eight reminds you of that? I don't know. Like, it just takes me back to that time where two thousand like you know it's just kind of like they're making just making movies. It just like kind of like run-of-the-mill sort of you know like not that the story was bad it's just pretty straightforward uh. um i don't know like you know like standard like it's just like this joss whedon uh, cabin in the woods thing you know like where they're like kind of trying to make it um you know like use those tropes like as a, like like a strong point you know like oh to make fun of them sort of but this one was just kind of like using those tropes like it's just set up she's a school teacher this guy's taking her on on a weekend getaway yeah he's like getting angry immediately you know just some male masculinity bullshit that reeks 2008 <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> first round mondo diego what do you got to say about that I this mean, is I your mean, pick i mean the male the male masculinity thing is uh for sure kind of a surprise especially because in the surprise. first yeah oh, you're no, just well, realizing there's male masculinity no like the fact that you're bringing that up the reason why i say that because even in His the beginning masculinity it's, fassbender it's kind of like it's kind of no it's kind of shows you that he's kind of a wimp i mean even yeah, when they're he's a bitch when, yeah. yeah when they're yeah, at she's the, the star of the yeah film, yeah for, for sure. sure yeah when they're in that like bed and breakfast place or whatever like and and uh 
the lady slaps the kid. She kind of looks to see if he's going to say anything. He really doesn't. And when they're at the bar, too, yeah, he's kind of like, well, like, and he's like, kind of like, defense, he asked know, for it, though. Yeah, well, yeah, hey, exactly. Like, like he's to smack those kids and shit. No, you're right. No, you're him. right. But what I'm whoa, saying whoa, whoa. is that coming from the like the point of view of the actress, she she's a teacher, so she's gonna look out for the child. She's not yeah. gonna look oh, out. Is she? So is she? Well, I mean, at that point, yeah, yeah. We'll get until, into that stuff later. Yeah, yeah. we'll whoa, get into whoa. that. But like, yeah, exactly that fastbender part where like, oh, he's like, where he's saying like, oh yeah, someone needs to fucking teach that kid a lesson, and then. That kid gets slapped like immediately, and you see that reaction, and they just can't even look at the lady. Like you know, like I would have gave her a thumbs up. You know, Fucking slap him again for <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're one hundred percent right. Like you, you're one hundred percent the point of wife beta. <laughs> well, you see, the thing is, is that because that horrible broad is smacking her kid, the reason why that kid's running around and acting like that is because, is because that family's shit. Yeah, the pieces of shit. Yeah, and so they don't like. Their kids acting like pieces of shit. Hmm, but that's strange. Can... But you're a piece of shit, mm-hmm. and you're gonna smack your yeah, kid. Yeah, where do they learn how to be pieces? Yeah, of shit? where do you learn how to be a piece of shit? Because From your you're parents. fucking a yeah. piece, like you know. So that's why you know, shitty like, parents, shitty dads. You know, it's what like, do you so got dumb? on this like, nacho? Come on, I know, <laughs> I know, you hate these people. Well, that's what this whole movie starts about. Like, if you listen right, right at the beginning, you know, she gets when they're picked, listening she, to the she, radio, exactly, right? She gets picked up by her husband, uh, Fastbender. Yeah, Mr. Hog Fastbender, and um. Yeah, what is? Uh, I think I, I, I think, yeah, he's got a big. Beard. I didn't catch the whole thing, but it was like talking about. It was talking about like the support of parents and like actually, in school, like, kids in and, school, like, and holding parents accountable, kind of like you know to bear better parenting and well, that, and that yeah. they're better with their kids and holding them accountable yeah. and having them take parenting classes so that well, that's it, in result that their kids are better. Well, I think right? that was one of the things that says too, like it touches on Bad that whatever makes the world go around. whatever was talking about on the radio is like, oh, well, kids don't learn shit in school, so why should kids go to school type of thing? So why do I have to go to school? Because yeah. they kind of mention it, like they're they're having like people talk about it yes. on the radio. Yeah. So what the fuck we gotta go to school for? It's a bunch of fucking coons over there. Bunch of wankers. <laughs> I can't do a British accent, so, <laughs> so we'll like, try yeah, at least. So, so Fastbender, <laughs> Fastbender and his yeah. wife are just trying to like go, like hang well, out, have a nice little like his uh, girlfriend. Little, oh, his girlfriend. What's gonna be? He's gonna propose. His, yeah. He's future trying, fiance. Asked her, he asked her old husband, her old man. Yeah, yes. that's what, but so like he's just trying to go on like a nice little vacation, and you know, look. When yeah, I was, when I was just kind of like not going when right I way. was, you know, when I've gone out with like when I wasn't single before, I had a, was in a relationship. You heard and you've it gone here, out, folks. and you've gone He's out to single. place, and you've gone. To, <laughs> no, I am single. No, he, he is single. single. He wasn't He's single. single. when He's I wasn't. Now. But I'm saying like because you know that that's kind of like the same situation where you're out with someone who, you know, um, you're in a relationship with, and it's just you and them, and so you have something like that. Whether it's someone takes your parking space when you were like, well, how it happens to them, yeah, yeah, and you might want to tell them something. Or like just people talking in a movie theater or just little things like that where even if you go on a vacation and people are just like acting like stupid and loud and being disrespectful. It's like I know myself. I have that like where I'm just like, oh, I'm going to tell them something. I don't care if they kick my ass. I don't give a shit. I'm going to tell them something. But then You're there's like, so but there's, <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> give a shit. Jordan Garcia. <laughs> but I'm saying like, cause, cause to me, it's just more like, no, I'm not going to let, I'm not just going to let you like do that. Yeah. Right. That well, shit sucks. Yeah. Like, like, you don't want to be, but at the same time, but you have someone that you know you have a loved one with you, and you're not you don't want to put them in that danger to where you're like, oh shit, here's the keys to the car, go run. Yeah, now will they beat like, the shit out of like, me? You know what I mean? Like, you have to like think about, about that. the masculinity. It's more about like 
I want to show this person I can take care of them. You know? Yeah. And I mean, that's I, like, I, and you know, and that's that's more of it than and being that's like, a like, like it's relatable. Like, I don't you know, know if everyone here has had a situation like that. I've, I've had I haven't. I just fucking take care of shit. Dog. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, there you go. No, but I've damn. had. Yeah, I've had situations. I mean, not you just one. You you're telling me you've never had like a situation where like you know you're out with like whether it's you know your wife or you know ex girlfriends or something where. You know, you just know someone's being disrespectful around you and you you just, you want to tell them to be quiet because either you're watching a movie or something or whatever, you know, like that, that happens, right? Yeah, I've had that, not, not with my wife. I mean, it doesn't escalate to like a past girlfriend where like, it was at the Chatterbox, uh, a place where that makes sense. Makes sense. (laughs) I love the Chatterbox. Shout out to the Chatterbox. Come back. You know, and I was, you know, I'm, I'm cool with certain people there. We, we all know. And, and I remember it was close to closing, and I was drunk. I showed up drunk, whatever, you know. But I, I'm not. That's how you do it, baby. Here. I'm not. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. just how you do it. You take a few. I'm not you don't have to, to spend be that much rude, the bar. like right off the bat. Like I'm, I only yeah. kind of I react to, you know, what is presented to you, right? Yeah. And there was a moment, in the moment where someone and she wants you to be like, in the moment. You need to yeah. fucking leave. Like we're closing. And I was like, bitch, you don't even fucking work here. Like I'm cool. I like I'm a regular. Like I'm cool with these people. <laughs> If they tell me to leave, you heard it here first. <laughs> Nacho, he's a regular at the chat. Nacho Lantern's a well, regular at the chat. Not now. It's been a minute, but when I was like, you because know, because of COVID, I mean, I, I, I'm a dad now. It's not no, no, open. No, I'm saying, you know what I'm saying though. I I went there and this guy, I was like, I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. You're no one. Like, don't tell me like to fucking leave. I don't fucking know you. And yeah. this guy was way bigger than me, and I was there with my girlfriend at the time, and like he grabbed me, and like. No, no. <laughs> just laid one on he him. He wanted to fight me, and I was like, dude, oh, yeah, you want to fight me, the shortest guy here? Yeah, that's fucking real tough, you fucking bitch. Like, like I, I literally, Yeah, that's how you do it, guys. Make up, fun of you yourself. Know? You know, make yourself the butt of the joke. Get yeah. out of situations. And, you know? yeah, but I, and it ended up with, like, him grabbing me, and I think, like, my girlfriend at the time, like, maybe hit him with something. Oh, she hit him. You know? And I was like... Oh, you're my hero. No, um, I don't know how it ended, but yes, I've reacted at times. Well, that's like, what I'm not, saying. You're, where, not, you're not gonna shut up. Well, like, that's what know. I mean. Where it's just like it would probably make it better if you didn't react. If you just sort of like in the film, like where she's just like, we can just leave. We don't have to be right here. And he just like has that prideful kind of like, no, no, I'm not gonna let these little kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, punk me from my space. And it's yeah. just like, hey, dude, if you're not down, but if you, but if Fastbender wasn't down to just go up there and start socking those motherfuckers, yeah. then he should have left. Because that's why I'm gonna stay there. Yeah. Because if there's some fucking fourteen year old kids acting a fool, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go over there and be like, hey kids, don't. Do, I'm gonna go over there and be like, I'm gonna yeah. beat the fuck out of you if I can. Because I'm pretty small, <laughs> and fourteen year olds are pretty big nowadays. But yeah. and well, plus at least, that little at least lake the, was not like, it's like we should fucking go somewhere else. Yeah, there's like, like a bunch of places. There was no p- reason to be get out of that, that fucking, fucking place. town. Get it out of that like, town. It was yeah. so yeah. like garbage. Yeah. Like it was like we're talking about that whole town was shit yeah. so all their kids were shit mm-hmm. like and and that's but that's if that's shown throughout the scenes too it's not it's multiple scenes where you see like these kids are a product yo. yeah they're a yeah. product of their environment they're a product of what they're developed which touches a little bit based on what's going on now too you know what i mean yeah they don't even have sure. fresh yes. fresh they have yes, nobody fresh nobody's policing them mm-hmm. nobody's telling them hey harassing a couple in the fucking woods um like you know, like while like you know, like stabbing them, still in their car, doing all this crazy shit to them, pulling your dick out at them, at mm-hmm. them yeah. like you know what I mean? Like it, it's just yeah, like it was you... insane shit. Like it was yeah. like what the fuck? Like you you can you're mad at like them getting hurt and stuff like that, but they're like 
doing the terrorizing and all this shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, it makes you so angry. Well, that's what I mean. Like, so what you're saying is, like, the parents, like, eventually, they, if you haven't seen this movie, like, it's, I guess, the parents uh, are just pieces of shit also. Yeah. And so there's never, like, you know, yes, like, there's always scenes where Fassbender and uh, Kelly Riley, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. like run into like certain people, whether they're working in the town oh, and yeah. they not mention, my boys, and they mention yeah. the the terrorizing little shits. It's a very and, small town, and right? so everyone's like, just like, oh no, those yeah. the, uh, those are my kids. No, no. Yeah. They make it seem like one of those things where it's like, oh, it's cute, but it's not cute. Now, right then and there, it's I would have found. Cute. I would have got the fuck yeah. out of there. Yeah, I would have been like, fuck your kids, fuck your diner, you fucking inbred well, trash well, piece of shit. Here's here's where I'm out. This, this I got a podcast to record. One of the things that bugged me about the movie, and this is where I have mixed feelings because the thing is that yes there's these hoodies these kids these hoodlums that's right? what they're that labeled they're st- as yeah they're the st- hoodies that, they, that they're starting <laughs> oh shit couple of hoodies couple, boy. right <laughs> but if you if you look at their interactions when shit goes south and like they're getting really violent and doing these fucking really yeah when, when they get hurt they're like upset to the fucking like top you know no no but, what, what what i'm saying though is I feel like the only one that's really fucked up is that main antagonist. Yeah, Brett. Jack, Jack O'Connell's character. Okay, so yeah. Him. Because if you look at the reactions from the other kids, yeah, and they're, they're, it's like all foreign to them. It's like, wait, where is this coming well, from? Like, yeah. you don't want to do this. Besides the kid who has no lines in the movie, which is the black kid. Like, he has no line. Like, he doesn't literally yeah, he, say a word. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. say anything. Uh, yeah. in the whole, I don't know why, but he doesn't literally well, say a word. Well, that says a lot about a lot of things, but, uh, but that, that's that, a whole other podcast. But that's just literally but what, yeah, like, how, say, we'll explain that scene where they have Fassbender tied up. Yes. After they're, like, stealing his car and all this shit, and, like, they've, like, spent the night in this the wo- Eden Lake and yeah, stuff so they in these woods. Their, they well, crashed the you know, car. We didn't yeah. talk about it, this dog died. I mean, there's so much like yeah. So these kids react because they're basically they're terrorizing this couple, and then at one point they get into a scuffle where they're Michael Fassbender and girlfriend are trying to get into. No, 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 no. Say it in the real way. So it's not a. It, they're not ter- I mean, they're yes, they're terrorizing these people, but they literally steal their car. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're. They're trying to find a way. They're all saying they're good. they got in a scuffle over their car being stolen. They're trying to get the car back. The right? couple, right. tra- the couple, the couple's trying. trying to get their car back. Right, right, but that, but that's what leads them to, to yeah, to the to, dog to, to this thing. fight, to this fight, this scuffle where one of the kids pulls out a yeah. knife. Yeah, and and well, he, the kid pulls out the knife, so the it's not even Fassbender's knife. No, it's not Fassbender. Fast He's just defending kids. himself. Yeah, but in yeah, one hundred percent. A Rottweiler dies of the main antagonist, Brett. Yes. Fastbender actually uh, accidentally cuts the Rottweiler. He gra- he's able to grab a hold of one of the kids' knives and accidentally cuts the Rottweiler. Because the Rottweiler the jumps in to try to bite yeah. them or something, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, but on? yeah, like, well, they have fast. Well, they end up like chasing after him and get they yes. get loose kind of, and they tie. They end up t- tying up Fastbender like with barbed bar- wire, catch him later. like a chain. And remember, we are hoping that people. I've seen these movies when they, so we don't have to explain every scene. Yes, but yes, I, yes. Yeah. no, no, of so course, it, of course. So I mean, but basically, me getting to what I'm, I'm trying to talk about is this one scene where Fassbender is tied up. They're basically torturing him, and half of these kids 
Like, don't want to be involved in but this. But yeah, that was the point. Like, so, like Brett is like blackmailing him. He's back, like, he's I'm gonna film, like, have, film this. They you have not just a that, girl. but he's like, he's like bullying them, almost like yeah, he's, he's yeah. you know, these people are, these kids are weak, and he's yeah. like the alpha male, and he's like enticing he's them leader, to do yes. it. Yeah, you know like what I mean. Podcast, which we see, Jordan, but <laughs> my, my issue is which that. we see that so much in society, especially now. Yeah, yes, of course. But my issue is that this is like the. It seems like Jordan it's the is Brett and we're the kids. First man. time, like I feel like the movie tries to push that. We shut the fuck up. That this 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 character Brett is always been evil. Like these kids have yeah. always been yeah. fucking evil. Yeah. But the reactions of the supporting actors, actors, actresses, like they this is foreign to them. This is like something new. They're like, no, I don't want to participate in this. I don't want to stab this person. I don't don't record me. And he's like, no, you're gonna fucking stab him. So you're a part of this. So well, like, yeah, he's always you know saying, saying so like. like it's just that kind of confuses me. Like, because is, that's is, what is what's going on, or is it not do. going on? You know, that's what like, punk ass white proud boy bitches do. Yeah, yeah. they would not. They'll they'll tell you to do something. That's what Charles Manson did because he's a white fucking mm-hmm. lame bitch. Yeah, he yeah, made other, other people, people do, do his it. shit, yeah. mm-hmm. and he gets you to fucking. I got the evidence on you. Yeah, mm-hmm. now you gotta follow what I tell you. Blackmail. Yeah, that's exactly what proud boys. Are, that's like, what that's what fucking Trump's doing to his yeah. administration. Well, mm-hmm. that's the thing is like they're always getting to that point where it's like we're already here. What's just do the rest. Yeah. Like you're already, you're like he's already gonna here. talk yeah. if we let him go. Like, Even that, you know? but it's just like you fucking escalated to that point. Yeah. Well, nobody that, wanted to get to that point, but you. Mm-hmm. And once it got there, now all of a sudden you're like, oh, whoa. I was making, yeah. I was gonna make that connection with something that happened recently with the that kid Kyle Rittenhouse, with he Piece shot those, he shot those two protesters. And then, you know, it came out that his mom was a piece of shit, too. She was, like, part of a militia group, part of a Trump supporter. And, you know, the kid, did the kid, did the kid get anything, like, did anything happen to him right away? No. No, you know? unfortunately, he did not get stabbed in the neck. And the you way know, and that's, one that's of the kids the in this movie does. Yeah, that's one of the connections that I made with that. Like, not so, not so black and white, but just that feeling of, like, this kid came from this parent. And these kids come from those parents exactly the same way. Maybe I'm not sure if they're racist or not. That's not very, you know, clarified or anything like that. But just the fact that they come from a piece of shit, you know, they're offsprings of pieces of shit. They're yeah. going to continue that. And that's something that up, we yeah. see that here in, in, in the world, you know. For sure. So that's something that we keep seeing, especially now with all the fucking shit that's going out on the streets. And that's one of the connections I've made with this film and more so now, especially, you know, this is maybe... I don't know. I mean, I've seen this film before, but definitely now that's what I got from it. Yeah, no, I mean, that that is something that, that I did feel the same thing. Like, I did kind of have that kind of vibe, like this sort of like, fuck these fucking little assholes that are terrorizing this couple. Feels like what I'm seeing like in the streets of Portland where these proud boys are like fucking terrorizing people just trying to walk to their homes because they're just like, what are you, Antifa? Yeah. Like, you know? And yeah. they're just like these oh, sad... Probably little pieces of shit yeah and like it's just like and you know and it's because they come from sadder pieces of shit right they mm-hmm. raise them to be fucking idiots and they continue that cycle yeah, yeah. so I, that was for sure and then i i think another thing that to kind of get into the 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 kind of craft of it one thing that i that i did enjoy about this film which is uh you know crazy I, you know i i thought you were gonna come at me with some hagazooza shit again i really did <laughs> and i'm glad you didn't because it, wasn't. This was... it was not yeah. because I really did enjoy kind of the, you know, how, Ma, you know, Mondo was kind of calling it the Josh Whedon thing. But I I didn't mind a lot of that sort of um, how there was certain horror conventions that you thought it was going to take and it doesn't. Okay. It sort of turns like certain things on its head in a way. Okay. Like where 
you know, um, uh, spoilers. You know, we, we talk spoilers Uh-oh. on this podcast yeah. if you haven't fucking yeah. known by now. Yeah. But, you know, n- they both die. Michael Fassbender and yeah. Kelly Riley. Really. Yeah. They, they both die at the hand, and nobody really... I mean, sure, some of the kids die. They all should have died. 100%. But yeah. Jack O'Connell, who was the main the ringleader fucking of the, piece yeah. of shit, all of them, yeah. which usually how it happens, got away. Right. And he gets to survive. Sure, he lives in a piece of shit home, and his dad's going to beat him. Whatever. That's what but he he's deserves. Fine. That's what, not, nah, but he's fine. Yeah. He deserves to get his ass yeah, beat. Yeah, I mean, by his you dad. see him smirk just almost yeah. like the end of uh, but that, but the it, last it, film. So, do we need the whole glasses and the gum wrapper throw at the end of that fucking movie whoa, whoa. like oh, here we go this, this, yeah. here we go this here we go what, here like, we go the whole movie is revolving around him being a piece of shit like we get it yeah. like he he's a piece of shit he can't hear him he can't he can't do this he can't do that like i mean he he's a piece of shit he's whipping out his dick he's mm-hmm. you know making these kids literally, stab yeah, these, he these adults he's literally the ringleader he's i get it and then for us to end this movie with him staring in a mirror with the go- dead guy's glasses and smirking, like yeah, while well, his was, dad's killing the dead yeah, guy's well, wife. Was that fucking friends. necessary at all? Like, I, I mean, look, like I that, think honestly, that I was, think that's the that's what the director wants is this reaction that, right here, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I get what you yeah. were saying about fucking uh, I saw the devil and I saw the devil in this because that <laughs> that fucking that bullshit scene yeah. at the end was not needed, dude. It was like you're a piece of shit, dude. We fucking get it. Like, that's, you're stupid. But, but, like, but, but, but it was just too much. Okay, so that, that piece of shit moment was set up. You know, that's exactly when what he I was steals his at. car. He steals his keys, and he's and the stupid fast is like, oh, Ray Bans, the fucking aviators, <laughs> like, oh, he's fuck. all, the, the I, that, that was the gum wrapper moment for me so, when when Fassbender was talking about his stupid sunglasses and he stole. Yeah, he's like, and, he's like, yeah, he literally he's like, he's like, you wear uh, Ray Ban Avi- aviators. Yeah, aviators yeah. And he's like, the fakes, right? Yeah. That's what he says. It's just like, oh, that's really dumb. Back and forth. Yeah. Like, of course he stole your glasses, yeah. you idiot. Like, he stole I, your fucking I, I car. Stole your car. Yeah. That was that was that. That was more set up for me. Yeah, it was set up. It was just like not needed. I but that's but I but that's that, but. I think that's the point of I think the right. director wanted that. I right. think yeah. like why you know you you're already ending it where like the the heroes don't yeah, make it. Yeah, it's not a good ending. He's you know? trying to like piss you off. It's a reaction. Yeah, it's you know, like, like he's yeah. trying to piss you. And it's you're, not a you're good upset. reaction. Yeah, it's you're, not like, a good you're reaction. You lean back and yeah. you're looking at us like you want to hurt us. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> it's bullshit. They can only see. They can only see you. But that's the thing I always go back to. Fucking bang. I always go back to that. Good, like art in general should cause a reaction whether it's good bad whatever it is it's yeah. gonna cause a reaction and that's a reaction that it meant to cause mm-hmm. you know they foreshadow in this film just like the last one with with from the beginning you know from when they're when they're listening to the radio talking about those the parents talking about the kids going to school and them taking classes as well for parenting yeah and she's a teacher and she's teaching these young kids like just like a simple song you yeah know? and they're fine you know teaching but, them how to love teaching them how to be yeah i mean caring. Throughout, yeah throughout the not whole teaching film. them how to be a piece of shit and but even after, then she but after that like i mean that's it depends what what's the next teacher going to teach them what's the next teacher going to yeah. teach them yeah. yeah or not going to care or things like that or their parents you know but also and, the fact that too like you know? even at you as a teacher like you're not the kid's parent 
You know what I mean? Like and you can't be. It's hard to be. No, yeah. and the kid's parent is going to fucking mold them the, however they want. Yeah. You could do your 100% Or even not best. how they want to. It's just they learn from there how they act, like those parents act. Yeah, because you, know? you saw it's Brett's... Just, uh, yeah, Nacho's to stop acting like that. Your daughter's going to just grow up to... Yeah. <laughs> Brett's... Beat the fuck out of everyone. She's probably will. <laughs> the Brett, uh, that Brett character, like, he, his dad's a piece of shit. You see that when yeah. they're... You yeah, know that, what whole, I mean? that whole... Yeah, yeah, he's a piece of shit. But I don't uh, want to be at that party. <laughs> well, that whole town. When I saw her yeah. crash into the house, I'm like, "You dumb asshole! Like, why would you crash there? Yeah. Like, That's exactly drive out what of fucking town. Too. Like, it's a small town. You've already realized it's a shit town. Like, yeah. you already noticed that. Like, people are related to everyone. Like, you're literally at a restaurant. You're speaking to a server, and she's like, "Not my kids. Not my kids. Like, yeah. you, boys, you know yeah. that you're in the wrong side. But that's sort of oh, what God, made the dude. movie good." Is that it never let them win. It no. sort of had, like, mm-hmm. I mean, this honestly yeah. would have probably been a really good pair with funny games, honestly. Because that's. I, get, I it, can see that. It kind of mm-hmm. has that, like, um, yeah. that expectation twist. Not as good as funny games, obviously. Right. right. But they've always it, had the uphill battle that they were <laughs> never going to get. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It, it changes, like, so in, in a regular horror film when um you know when she you know they have like the jack o'connell and those teens have her tied up with michael fassbender's dead body burning and they're gonna burn him and they're burning him and she's able to escape and she's running and jack o'connell he has like this uh this little boy that is just sort of in the woods and um and he's ethnic uh, yeah but yeah well of course he is i mean fucking you know it's white people in this movie the red. he's not a white boy like yeah he sure. and so but basically she stumbles across him at the, and at the begin almost at the beginning well, well yeah in the beginning and she's nice he's like an, him, an, he's like an innocent that's her, kid that's, that's her teacher yeah that's yeah. her teacher vibe you know what well, i mean well, okay yeah. but that's he's like an innocent kid yeah. and then they see him get bullied by those fucking kids that yeah. start killing them and attacking them mm-hmm. but so she stumbles across him after she's been beaten she's bloodied she's fucked up he's like oh i'll take you to a good place he takes her to some spot. She realizes, oh, I something's going on up. here. Yeah. She's been set he, up. He sets her up. So he gets, she gets caught by Jack O'Connell and all those fucking little shits. She gets tied up again. They're burning up. She escapes. She's run away. Jack O'Connell says, if you don't come back, I'm gonna burn this little kid. And he's literally fuck just some him. little skinny yeah. little kid. Did you say fuck him? Yes, fuck him. Yeah, no, because he's what it is. is. Okay, but my point was my point was that in a regular horror film, she would have gone back and tried to done something to save save him him, and he would have escaped somehow. And he would have ran off into the woods and they woods and they would have not worried about him and like gone. Yeah, that would have been it. That would have been it for that character. And so the fact that they literally light him on fire. And yeah. she could hear him. We could hear him screaming. That scream, yeah. like he's that on fire. Scream. I was yeah. just like, "Oh, okay." Like I was like, "All right." Like I don't. This is not that I like enjoy that, but I was like, "Okay, this movie's doing something a little well, yeah, different." Yeah, a lot of movies wouldn't have done that. A lot of horror movies, movies would have gone the sort of, "We're gonna make you think that shit's gonna happen," mm-hmm. but it doesn't because something yeah. happens and blah blah blah. Yeah. You know. So I really like that it it sort of turned horror films on its head in that way. Yeah, the, yeah, this film was compared to like some seventies like exploitation like you know gore films. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was compared to Last House on the Left out of all the things too. Yeah. Because of that. Because it was relentless, because it was it's labeled as an extreme horror because mm-hmm. it builds intensity yeah, and it this doesn't let go. Super fucking bloody. Like and yeah. it shows like the things, you know? When they like have Fastbender tied up and they 
and that one kid cuts him in the mouth. Oh, like, the that's mouth, disgusting, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, well, just the fact, too, that when they... when she's trying Thomas to Thomas Turgoose from This, this Is England, England, Little England. Fat Boy. There you go. And when he's trying to, like... Sh- like when <laughs> they, she's trying to clean the wounds, and you see him in the neck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what they all get. Yeah. Kill those kids. Sorry. I don't mean it. No, I was just saying yeah, that. kill like, them all. It, you know, it it shows it when they're, she's cleaning the wounds and stuff like that. I yeah, mean, dude. like it just doesn't let out. Well, just... that's what I'm saying. That's what makes me so aggressive in what I'm talking about. Is that I love that violence because it makes you really understand what those little fucking teenage fucks are doing to these people. Yeah. yeah. To show those real wounds, to show that real blood, to show, like you said, cut them in the mouth. Mm. Like, you're just like, oh, yeah, dude, like, fucking... Fuck all those kids. Yeah. yeah. Fucking kill them all. Yeah. Like, fucking take them all out. Yeah. And so, you know, look, Diego. That's a weird position to be what, as a as as someone viewing it to say that, right? To no, be it is. Like, it's strange. That's it's, a weird position you know, to be rooting for these adults to fuck up these kids. Yeah. And that's To one, stab these kids yeah, in the throat. Which is what I was hope. which is kind of, I mean, watching it from the get-go, like, hoping that this was a revenge like a revenge fucking horror thriller okay movie, you know and that's not what it was no no, no. Yeah. you know no, i was hoping not. like oh she's gonna fuck these fools up and that never came no you know? no it's just like oh no yeah. and again like it's one of those things that i don't really want to spoil because i think you know hopefully people will watch it and right. just follow along with this right because i think like that's what's special about it is that build up where like you said you're just like okay like she's gonna like turn into this raging like killer because they killed her husband yeah and she's gonna fucking just wipe out these fucking piece of shit kids because that's what i would do yeah and then you're just like ah shit it's just sort of circumstance it becomes sort of these not it's like real circumstance like yeah. she, she's just like dealing with like you know it's not like it doesn't become some like like cool action film where she right. just starts fucking everyone up hiding in the woods with fucking shit and blood all over her face <laughs> like yeah, a predator become yeah. rambo you know yeah. like yeah even though it gives you that kind of impression at one moment there's like one moment where she like hides she, in that shit yeah in the thing, yeah. Fucking, and she's yeah. all full of blood and she looks at herself in the mirror and she's like looking at herself in the mirror and she's like giving herself this look like I'm gonna like have to fuck these well, kids. Well, that's when up. she loses her shit and she yeah. stabs well, that she kid stabs in the her, but knee. immediately repents. Like she's immediately like, ah. Yeah, but you but could already see. I can't do this. Okay, like, so. Or something like that. So what that's another thing I was gonna touch on is the fact that this film shows you the put that pushes the limitations of someone that was, you could say, like, uh, like, you know, um, pure or, you know, innocent, you know, which is the character of uh kelly you know riley kelly's character or kelly riley sorry um where she's this school teacher who wants to teach these kids and she has so much love for kids and whatever and you see that she wants to like not nurture them but you know educate them and show of course and then you start seeing her turn into this person where she's just like fuck these kids you know because almost at the end she runs over that girl that that fucking bitch she well, runs over the, and at that point even with the, and, yeah, that, at that, that point Stark, at her. that point Get she's her. at that point she's just fucking done with these kids you but know even with the this is england kid you know like he feels sorry and like he's like almost gonna help her you know you can, you got that feeling you know well that's another thing that's what i'm saying that's yeah. that's another great thing about this film because in a regular horror film when that 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 little chubby kid from this is england comes up behind her and he puts his arm on he and he, he's feeling sorry yeah. and he feels like he's gonna help her. Yeah. And then this movie, she turns around and stabs him in the neck, yeah. kills him without letting him say anything. Right. In a regular horror film, he would have um, 
uh, helped her, she would have not done that. It would have like stopped in like a yeah. like a dramatic way, and she would he'd be like, oh, I'll, I'll help you, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then those the, his friends would have killed him yeah. in some way. Or he would have died in some way. You know what I mean? I but can see that. that. Like, yeah, that yeah. would be, like, the regular source. So that's, yeah. you know, that's sort of what... I do like yeah. That would have been a trope, like, like yeah. a, a horror. Yeah, yeah. so I, it kind of flips those on its head where yeah. it makes, like... But yeah. that leads to one of, like, kind of the best-looking scenes. Which are when they cut When they find the This Is Ian kid dead, and then he kills that, and then he Brett kills that. guy. Yeah. And he oh, stomps on him and beats yeah, him. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That was like the only like cool like stylistic thing. Well, I, I mean, like I don't think it's yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't over stylistic, but there are some pretty good. There are some pretty good shots in here. The cinematography is pretty good for like that kind of like when they sort of get deep into like the like the forest area, the woods area that they're in. <laughs> like once they start getting into like the murkiness of it, like I really started. I liked it when it started to get dirty. When it's but clean, that and most of it looked pretty plain to me. Well, like you know, uh, yeah, yeah, no, except, for sure, except that part. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no, I get you. But yeah. I'm saying for myself, um, like after once they started kind of getting like more violent, mm-hmm. once like you know wounds started showing up and blood started showing up, that's when I felt like the cinematography came more like alive for me. For me, like I don't know, I, just, I felt like, like it, I, yeah, yeah, like it just it was just gory, you know, for sure. Gory. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. But the it contrast, the contrast, especially the scene where he's running and he's going through those bushes and they're kind of like yay high, you know, up to his neck almost, and you just see his face bloodied running through the green. That's yeah. a perfect shot, cause especially because it's a wide shot. And that, and he almost hits her with the tire iron or whatever uh, he has. Oh, that was, that, that was is cool. a, you know, that's, that was a, that was that's a, a really good, good scene. Good you know what I mean? Sure. Like stuff well, like I that. Mean, and it's even subtle. A really cool, like sort of even part of like a horror thriller type thing is when they're under that, um, that wooden shack. Yeah. They're like, and he's sort of in the dying yeah. and they have to keep quiet and they're, you know, it's like that kind of like typical kind of thriller thing. That was a cool tense, like, you know, yeah, but, but it's still, like, but I think it still has that. It just has a really good. The way that it was shot was just really good. Yeah. It like a lot of uh, filmmakers would shoot the couple under underneath in the water underneath like the the shack that's mm-hmm. above like the you know the river or whatever mm-hmm. like the, the lake. lake. Yeah. Like uh, they would they would shoot them like close up probably in a tank where he like shot them where he could like go up and down mm-hmm. sort of and, and they look yeah. like they're actually under there and you can feel that they're yeah. there so I, I like things like that where yeah. it, it feels like it's really yeah. like I, a, I noticed that but it still felt just pretty I don't know middle of the road for me you know for like, sure yeah yeah, yeah. but I get that but I mean hey ding 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 uh, to Mondo <laughs> Diego defend this film no, but just what the stuff I brought up right now. Like, well, no, no, no. Let's wind down. Okay. All right. So, let's say that like, so, okay, right now, I'm the council's coming towards you. This dog. is why I moving feel. In. This is why I feel. <laughs> Shut up. This is why I feel this film should be part of the Criterion Collection. Yes, sir. I want to hear it. So we've touched on a lot of things. We've touched on stuff that's going on that's relevant to what's going on right now on the streets, in politics, in the streets, in, in, in everything, you know. Uh, fuck a proud boy. That you know, because I feel like, like I said the the connection I made this time around watching it was that situation with Kyle Rittenhouse. It does feel like that. It you does know? feel like very much like You're, I said. Like yeah, you, this kid is a product of his of his racist environment. Yes, you know. Yeah. So and these kids are are I wouldn't say racist because it doesn't come up, but they're assholes. They're not racist, but they're so to them like Michael Fassbender and and Kelly Riley are like yuppies. Yes, like because they're like the. 
The, they're the, the city folk. The lower class, like, kind of city in, folk. In a yeah. sense, foreigners. Yeah. I mean, they try to, yeah, they try to make them not be yes. those yuppies type, but they're fools that would buy those condos on Eden Lake. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. know, and then you see in the back of the sign of, like, the housing development. Yeah. Like, fuck yuppies. yuppies. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, whatever. So yeah. that's what these kids think these, these individuals are. These characters, you know? I don't know if they think anything, but they just... Well, they, if, if they have no, a thought. I, I think so. Like... You're saying those kids think that they're like the yuppies that are trying to take over that 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 town. Yeah. yeah, right? Is that what you're saying? What I'm trying to say is that these kids feel like yeah, these people are not necessarily invading, but these people aren't yeah, they're you know, invading. they're not their kind. No, they're invading. Yeah, so like they're not they shouldn't be there where they yeah, and then, quarry and like they shouldn't yeah, be hanging out the there. Yeah, throughout the film you kind of yeah, yeah, those you, kids hang out there all the time. Yeah, yeah. you you kind of hear like what Ma- Michael Fassbender says. That he's been there before. It's so, sort of like a gentrification thing, sort of. Too. Yeah, Someone, yeah, 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 because that, that's one thing it plays. So on. <laughs> the kids are right. So, well, I don't know. Well, see, the thing <clears throat> is, it's not that the kids are right. Isn't that a huge place, though? Like, why the fuck? Like, still, like, how how is it they ran in him? Like, out of all places, like, I thought I was reading that the that lake is a pretty big lake, like. Well, this is a movie, so they're gonna have to I meet. Mean, this is a real lake. No, 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 no you're right. Though. What, I'm, what, what I'm trying see, to point out is that there's that's specific, what I'm talking about. That's what kids. I'm talking about. Well, let me go back that's to Echo Park. That, that's that's a the big luck lake. that you're gonna get. <laughs> that's the luck that you're gonna get. You take your your loved one out to some lake where you think no one's ever around here. You're gonna get some fucking asshole kids like and that. Then that fa- well, up. it's the thing where Fastbender could have made the right decisions, like. Yeah, let's yes. get out of here. Because you know? he's, throughout, he's stubborn. Yeah, throughout as those, we all would be. Throughout, he he we, wants we, to show her this place that he's been to. Like, yeah, throughout the film, someone you else see probably. That. You he could have shown like, his but, hog and scared but, everyone right, away. We, we, so, like, okay, so go he back. He showed his dick, yes. yes. They would have been scared. They all right, there you go. <laughs> so, um, like I said, one of the reasons to, I mean, we've touched on a lot of things. The social aspect of it and everything like that. Well, and I feel like all those things, and I feel like all those things mean something. We've talked about with other films how, how, being uh like guess i guess a product of its environment you know because this film got a lot of crap for the director got a lot of crap for it portraying those working class hoodies as they're called as the villains you know people people started saying shit like we're not really like that you know and of course a film that's that's uh that's done well in my that's opinion in say, my though. opinion yeah, if a film them. if yeah. a film is done well it's something that say. it's going to uh, create reaction. Right, it's going to cause for reaction. For sure. And for that's sure. why this film, I feel, it has an importance in that aspect. Especially because, like I said, coming from the last film too, it's made by a, uh, a British or a UK uh, director. So I'm assuming he knew what he was talking about. It wasn't necessarily just like some American guy writing a British film or, or with British actors. You know what I mean? So that's one thing it got from. And I mean, I don't know really where it went. I didn't really look too much into it. I just know that that was one of the criticisms it got. That it portrayed the working class as like negative, violent, villainous, if you will. So I think that it kind of plays a thing on Criterion Films. That those films have an importance to where they're coming from. And this being out of, you know, the UK, it has that importance. Whether it's good or bad, but it still has an importance. The other thing too, I, I did, mean, it's still got to be good, but I'm not saying it's not. But yeah. yeah, which I'm getting to, which too, a good film should cause a reaction, which it did in that aspect too. And then for me personally, as a viewer watching it, the first time around, it was entertaining. 
this time around, I made that connection. Like I said, the social aspect of it with the kids being a product of their environment. Their parents are pieces of shit. They're pieces of shit. And because their parents are prideful, they're not going to say my kid did it. They're going to be like, no, we got to fucking retaliate the same way. Yeah, same know? dumb attitude. Yeah. yeah. So there, it, ha- it shows that aspect as well. And also, I know... Uh, uh, Mondo had mentioned that maybe it seemed kind of like bland, like the cinematography was kind of like, you know, not, not that great or, you know, not, uh, as interesting. Maybe in my opinion, I think it is because like I said, a lot of the shots aren't very like in your face. They're subtle. Even the part where they're leaving the city. I like the landscape that it shot when he pulls away from, uh, the, the SUV that they're in, you know, then yes, of course, when they get into the woods, Great cinematography. I, I made that example of when he's running with the bloody face through the bushes. That's I think that pops. It may not be all the time, but the times that it does it, it does it well. For sure. So yeah. I and I mean I haven't seen another of this director's films, but this film is probably his best um, because it's talked to uh, talked about, and it was actually um, the the critics gave it a like a pretty good. Uh, review obviously uh like uk critics and as well as like you know like the social aspect of the public really um didn't really respond to it too well but i think it did well in the sense of it did what it was supposed to do as an art piece as a film from the point of view of the director so those that that being said i feel like that's why it's important and that's why it should be um, on the collection as well as too, I don't think it's, uh, gotten anything like any releases that were like very, uh, relevant or anything like that. Um, it should be on Blu-ray as well. Um, it should get like a, a really good release, uh, something where maybe it makes those colors pop a little bit more, especially in the woods, the greens should pop more against the blood, against the backdrop. Cause in, right. In, maybe it might need a transfer or something. To yeah. Take it- yeah. Because uh, I feel like the color editing maybe needs to be worked on a little bit more. But overall, I think it's an entertaining film. And it's also, it causes you to kind of like react to your environment as well. Okay. So. All right. Hey, that was a good argument, Diego. I like that. I like that. All right. I wish you had that for Hagazuza. <laughs> no, Ouch, no, hey. baby. No, Ouch. no, don't get me wrong. No one can argue good... for Hagazuza. This, hey, look, this hey, is... I still want people to watch <laughs> that. All right, so let's, let's do time. some voting. Okay. Because hey, that's what we do here. Yeah. We vote. So get your ass We're out and democracy. vote. Yeah. Get your ass out and vote. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Please vote. Sure. Yes. Mondo, we're going to start with you. Let us know your final thoughts and let us know if you're letting it in an hour. In or in or out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. Yeah. I can't speak. In or out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this movie. It's not a bad movie. It's not a bad film. It's a pretty good horror movie. Just honestly, just because of the ending, because it's not so fucking typical. Yeah, typical fairy tale ish. You know, like the the woman gets his guy kind of shit. You know, right, like it, you it, know, it, yeah. like it doesn't. Uh, it, it doesn't satisfy you. Which is frustrating it, for some people, but it, you know, for me, yeah, it's sort I of mean, like that's not that a bad whole, thing all I mean, the time. 
you know that was the whole film but not to say that's a bad thing that the whole movie is frustrating yes you know like you brought up funny games sorry to interrupt but you brought up funny games and that's one thing funny games does which we'll talk about later yeah but i feel like that's why i enjoy funny games because it's not a typical exactly yeah yeah no no for sure but yeah like but just like the um it's good you know and it's it's maybe a little above average but not that criterion above average okay. or subversive where like, oh, yeah, this needs to be on the criterion film like collection, you know, okay. where it's just like the filmmaking is cool. It's good. It's shot. Well, like, you know, that one scene is where like I felt like the director really took like a cool stylistic take on like when he was beating that one kit when Brett is beating the one. Yeah, that's quote unquote friend. Like, that yeah. is that that that's really cool. That's like a scene I haven't seen. But but. The whole film, like filmed and like everything, is just kind of pretty plain. For okay, me, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like, you know, and the story is good, and it makes and it does make you feel something. It makes you feel angry and upset right. about things, but right. like, just that's all. If it feels like angry and upset, you know, for sure. Like, you know, if there's not like these other points where like, I don't know. It just it just makes you feel one way, sort of, you know, like, and where. I, yeah, it can be interpreted different ways, I guess, but it just—I feel it's making you push, push you towards that one way. Okay, you know, and that's why, like, I don't—I'm not voting in, but I'm not saying it's a film you shouldn't watch. You know, okay. it's a pretty good film. Like, and I'll take that though. But yeah, it's 2008 all over again. <laughs> okay, all right, Nacho, <clears throat> give us your final thoughts. You voting in or out? Um. I have mixed feelings about this movie. Um, story, I mean, story. I think me to me, what bugged me is story wise. Like, didn't this director write it? Mm-hmm. Then he fucked up because that's that's what bugs me. No, again, like I don't know. It's just confusing. Like the whole, to me, like again, like it's you're supposed to perceive like that these kids are fucked up because of you know what they've lived off of what they've grown Their up. circumstances. Yeah, exactly what they've yeah. grown up on. But like, it's just. I feel like they push that so much on this main antagonist, but it's like again, like those other kids that are supporting actors, they don't know that. Like it's it's a first time thing, and like that just kind of bugged me. That with like the the ending, like that stupid fucking ending. Like okay, we get it. She's not gonna survive. She's not gonna leave that house. But like we don't need to see that f- stupid kid with his fucking bangs, like fucking put on sunglasses. Like I don't, I didn't care for. But that. I think just because you say that these kids weren't ready for what situations they got into doesn't mean they weren't pieces of shit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like well, that's true. And, like, that, and I that's, didn't say that. What I'm saying, what I'm trying to say, but what I'm trying to say is that you say that it was put on this main antagonist, which his name is Brett, but. I feel like these kids knew what they were into. They knew what this guy was they were about. Pushed. They you were know pushed. what I mean? That's, that's and I mean, from the moment... They, they weren't, From though, the because, moment... Because but they listen, were... what the, from the moment that they get in that SUV and he almost runs over the the protagonist, both Fassbender and his, you know, his fiancé, that, that's already telling you. What did they expect? Yeah, no, they could they could have they could have no, no, turned no back. But no one's saying I agree with Diego. They could have turned back at any moment. They could have turned back I, and they didn't. I get you. I get you on that point. But that's that's kind of the whole thing is that like they show the kids like having kind of this 
they have this remorse, you know, towards I'm just these, rebuttaling, dude. They have this remorse towards this couple, you know, because like they don't want to cut him. They don't want to stab him. They're that that guy. Brett is making them do this and he's blackmailing him by filming him on their phone. And like that's kind of where like the their feelings and like, I don't know, like. The storytelling is not yeah. kind of like on par. Like, well, yes, kind yes. Of like, my whole, kind of my whole back, point is that no, they're making it seem back like that this kid is the way he is always. Yeah. So these kids that should kid is, have yes. known that he's capable of that, but because of these scenes, he was. They, it was new to them. You, yeah. see, you see what I'm getting at? That yeah, he was supposed, I'm he, arguing if your he's, point. If he's so... You know, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Mondo, yeah. but I'm trying to explain to Diego that this kid is so fucked up. Yeah. And yes, these kids can show remorse, but... If if he was so fucked up, then this wouldn't be the first like it's yeah. This is not their first rodeo. First rodeo with him, like he's yeah. But you see that when when one of the kids, the kids that the the his friend that he stomps on, he tries to do it and he calls the cops. You know what I mean? Like that's a turning point in the film where his friend is his friend that's supposed to have his back says nah fuck that I'm done with it. You know, so there is some some remorse in it. That's where the film is inconsi- inconsistent kind of because they're the friends feelings go back and forth like they're like um but, they're like so gung-ho about like stab like kind of like fucking them up and doing all this shit and then like something happens he gets away and they're all of a sudden they're like ready to fucking chase him like they're not no like they don't know what's gonna fucking happen at the inconsistent end of this road, is the best you know? word to describe but that's it yes. yes these kids are pieces of shit for sure yes and not yeah. sure what are your final thoughts <laughs> Oh, so that, so yeah, so those inconsistencies in the story, like they they bug me. Like I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of that. Like okay. Um. Besides that, the way, fine. Yeah, the, it, the way it's it shot was cool. Like I mean, I I dug it. You know, I don't know what that place is really called. I don't know if it's called even like it's, it's like black something. But it was like, beautiful. But it like matter. the way it was yeah. shot was beautiful. All, All that fucking black metal. Dogs, like oh, it was totally black metal. Like, <laughs> it's you know, like, like you know, it's that's yeah. what it's called. It was and, shot on location. And here's the that's thing, what it's like, called. Like I I wanted to like this movie. I, in, okay, so don't misquote me. I like this movie, but do I think it's Criterion? That standard, yeah, the yeah. Cavalier, that's, yeah standard, that's the point yeah. of the podcast, yes. yes. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but okay. I, you don't have to be sorry. I, I mean, that's uh, your opinion. No, and I, I, yeah, I like stop the being movie. sorry. Just, when but you there, say was, there was too many things like those things, and then like, and even us just joking around earlier. Like, I was like, even my, I like Fastbender, but I thought he was like an idiot in this movie. Like, uh, but that's his, what his, his character his, was supposed no, no, to be. But his acting, like, I his, think overall his, his character, was, his acting was just bad in the movie. Okay. Like in the, in the beginning, like, you know, where they're, they're driving and they're, they're listening to his, uh, what is it? His GPS or whatever. And then she starts touching him. He's like, stop touching me or something like that. Like he sounds like a fucking moron, dude. Like rewatch it, rewatch it, please. But I think that, no, but okay. So you guys, you, okay. We touched on the whole part that they're supposed to be these yuppies. There's, there's this, like a, there's a, this idea of it. And I think that's why he was that way because he was meant to be that way. Diego, I love that you're arguing with it. I love that you're going at it, but just let this whole finish. No, I'm serious. I mean, you know, but he, he's just, you know, he's going to be how he's going to be. That's true. And I'm okay with that. That's just me. It's it's Good. fine. I'm sorry. I like this movie. I just don't think it's there. That's fine. That's all. Okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. Well, 
Now I can do my final thoughts. <laughs> um, so look, uh, I understand what you're saying. Uh, I, well, I really don't. Look, Fastbender and Kelly Riley are good in it. Um, they don't. They're not given a lot. Their characters don't have like a really deep kind of uh, personal like thing that they're going through. You know, they're just like a couple that um, Fastbender is going to ask her to marry her. He's taking her to a nice place. And, you know, they just have to go through some shit. They got to deal with some fucking kids fucking with them. But I think for, you know, the, the those parts, I think those both those actors do fantastic. I, th- I think they do great, especially Kelly Riley. I mean, I don't see her in enough stuff. Um, fuck, what was the thing that I've seen her in that she's really good in? I can't remember it, but it was a TV show. But she's really oh, okay. great. Uh, I think she's fantastic in this. Um, we didn't really talk about the acting too much. Um, right. But I think she's good in this. Uh, Fastbender, you know, obviously he's not the Fastbender that we've seen in Shame and Hunger and shit like that. You know, this is sort of him just it's being... the ma- Fastbender we've seen in X-Men. That's what I was going to say. This is like Magneto Fastbender. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like he has a family. Improved. Yeah. It was just the beginning that I just couldn't get past. For like, sure. But, for sure. Yeah, I get you. And it I get wasn't you. the acting. It was just that it. that's what There it wasn't is, enough though. stuff just, in the characters. Yes. Which, look, which is fine because, Diego, again... don't agree with that. <laughs> no, no, look, look, No, look. it's true, though, because yeah. look, look, his, his I'm character... I'm not trying to say it as a bad so... thing. I'm right. Look, I'm trying to say it as that, like, it made sense for this thriller. Yeah. But what this thriller is, you don't really need too much because in funny games, there's not too much in those characters. Right. So, look, I, I you know, I'm not trying to say it as a bad thing at all. No, yeah. it, it, It's a good thing. They, they were serviceable for the roles they were supposed to play of mm-hmm. those, you know, of those characters. Right. You know, the... And so I, I enjoyed this movie more so than I thought I was. When I saw the trailer for it, I was kind of like, Ugh, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. But <laughs> uh, no, but, but just because I'm, you know, I'm not really into these kind of like um, kind of torture porn type of things, which is what, I thought that's what it was going to be. It has to be that. Honest, I thought it was going to be that. It too, has that. But I did, and then the it, reason why, bit, especially it because it came out in that time where like, especially like the French, uh, uh, French horror extreme was going around. And that's kind of what I feel like it played a little bit off of. That's why it right. has those those like Last House on the Left vibes. For sure. Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I oh, okay. I haven't seen that movie yet, so okay. I don't I don't really know that connection. But for me, yeah, it, like you said, it did. I did have that connection of when I was watching those teens harass that couple, where I felt like what you're saying, what it is now, what's going on now with right. this fucking white supremacist being fucking trying to act like they're like trump's police or something like being pieces of shit so that really like angered me like i wanted to just go like after i saw this film i wanted to go out and just start punching white dudes on little white (laughs) kids on bikes which i'm not saying you should do obviously that's not a good thing no we want white listeners I mean, yeah. Unless you're a fucking no, we don't proud need boy, any <laughs> fucking asshole. I don't need no listeners. Hit some fucking kid. Fuck just kidding. Shit. But look, it just I, I I really enjoyed what he did when he flipped shit on his head again. As I've been talking about through this whole thing, mm-hmm. I just enjoyed certain scenes where I thought something was gonna happen and he did something else, and I was Opposite. like, oh okay, yeah. that's totally cool. That's super dope. Look. I don't. I don't really have too much. I don't really have a lot of bad things to say about this film. I think this film was really good. I. I actually am glad that you brought it to the collection because I don't think I would watch it. I'm not really like a horror person uh-huh. that would watch something like this. Okay. You know? Maybe Michael Fassbender probably would have led me here eventually. Okay. But to watch this, I was like, oh, okay, like this is something that I'm glad I did see. Like okay. you know, I, I'm glad I checked it out. So, Great. But. I don't. I. I'm not sure it belongs in the collection. Even okay. though you know, I. I totally like get your points about how it does have that message of what you know the message of it still 
lingers today. Right. So I do think it is a very good horror film. I think it's a really good horror film, actually. I think it's it's like top tier, in my opinion, a horror thriller okay. film. And that kind of like violent sort of yeah. like, uh, like, we, like we're talking about, basically like the theme is like couples going on vacation and just getting terrified, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is like top tier for that, okay. for sure. I don't know if it should be in the Criterion Collection, though. But I am glad that I saw it. And I, I do would I would suggest anybody who wants, especially for Halloween, to check this yeah. shit out. Because especially if you like Fassbender, I think, you know, it, it's not the greatest performance from him. But yeah, to see him in this uh, film. like Kelly it's, it's Riley. Good. Yeah, yeah. I she was great. That I yeah, listened to this with my it. headphones on, like TV, but like headphones. So like it was literally mm-hmm. like isolated. Mm-hmm. So the, there is a few jump scares in this movie for people. Like. A few. Uh-huh. I mean, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> that made me jump. Like, <laughs> well, you're like just a fr- fucking scared Shut ass. Up, dude, like a Rottweiler <laughs> fucking barking. Like, so okay, oh, that's so, a, that's his jump scare was a dog barking. <laughs> dog barking. No. So, oh, shit. so too, like me being the first person to kind of bring uh, or start off start off the spooky season in in the Criterion Cult, I wanted to bring something that was also personal. You know, like. I I'm you're one of those kids. I'm like the horror as a couple. Yes, I'm that guy. <laughs> no, I'm like the. I guess like you would say like you know like that's my genre that I I, I look for more is horror. And that's the thing uh, that I do sure. is just Hell terrorize yeah. couples. Yeah, when they come to my and, city. yeah, and uh, and show my wiener too. Yeah, but I uh, know. Um, I don't show my wiener. No, every uh, pod. Every I don't. Teaser. I can't even find it. But anyways, so my point being is that I also wanted to kind of put myself in there like when we set up these films and we paired them up i wanted to show something that i like that it's gory i like that it's also a good story and I the like, whole time i thought you were a sick bastard when i was watching this great perfect this is way too gory thank you uh, i take pride on that i take pride on that but also the fact that at the ending isn't a typical it's ending it's i not. hate we've talked about that other times in the pod we don't like happy endings i personally don't like happy endings and I like that this wasn't a happy ending. Although, yes, you're angry. But like I said, going back to every time I say it, art, like especially, you know, good art or at least art that, that's done well, it should cause a reaction, whether it's good or bad. And that's what this made me. It made me angry for sure. these kids. So Look, I... <clears throat> I, again, this is I, not this is not a Hagazoo situation. I completely understand <laughs> why you brought it. It's a good film. Yeah, it's good. It's good like film. people should horror yeah, like fucking still, fans should watch it. You know, watching it. Yeah, you know? but, but unfortunately, it did not that. get into the collection. Like, it just needed wah, wah. something else. It's to okay. Be, it's all right. You know, it's not, like, it's not that big of a deal. I'm glad you brought it. That's but, what we're looking for. We're looking for stuff. I'm glad you argued for it. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. you made great arguments for it. I again, I had nothing bad to say about it. It just, you know, we're, we're talking about Criterion here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. This is our first fucking Halloween episode. Yes, don't sir. look. Our spooky episode. Yeah. No, no, but literally, don't look now and fucking uh, Eden, Eden Lake. Watch are, them both. Yes, yeah. watch them both. Like, seriously. Like, uh, it, they're, they're, it's like, a, you know, it's a really good pair in terms of that, like, idea of, like, the couples going on a vacation and just getting fucked with. Yeah. Like, just... Yeah. Like just that, like it's but yeah, it's done in two just, different, like, yeah, 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 two definitely. different spectrums yeah. of horror, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it's definitely a good. See, that's what that's what I like about what we're doing here. We got like these good like drive-in double features. Yeah, like that would have been. This a good, is a good double yeah, feature. That's, this is yes. great. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, we were all fucking. I was all pissed about Hagazusa. I didn't <laughs> want to let him, but you know, this is not in. But I, I it's still something I would say go see, like check it out, put it on your list, especially for Halloween. It's like a good like just. 
especially if you're in if you're like a couple yeah. like check this out like watch this through because it really like yeah, brings yeah, up yeah. those On a date or something yes, like that yes because yeah. it brings yeah. up those you've kind like of seen like your feelings. next or like um, yeah. what uh, something else like there's another thing that's kind of like that but ready this was uh, ready or like not yeah even like ready this. or yeah, not yeah, ready or not like, hate this yeah like, I didn't no so okay so going into like Nacho came at it we've talked about that before like yes we're Criterion cult that's kind of what we're here to do we're watch Criterion films yeah but in the the spectrum of like film in general, there is other companies. There's it, other production companies. Yeah, exactly. Shop, that, screen yeah. Factory. If one like, of those companies picked this film up and did a Blu-ray and or did those, like a one of uh, one of those other ones, I feel like should release this. Yes, film, you know, one hundred percent. Honestly, like yes, put it in like let's let's send it to the Arrow Cult or the Shout Factory Cult. Yeah. Factory. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, well, yeah, like all yeah, Screen yeah. Factory. But get the fuck out of the Criterion Cult, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring it to my cult. And no. look, I'm not even and again. I'm just kidding. I'm just again, kidding. I think that's like a, I think this is like a good conversation. I'm trying yeah. to end it, but I think this is like a good conversation that like there's movies that are good and then that we could like them, yes. but they yeah. just might not meet the standards of what should we can preserve. Yeah, we right. Even though I do yeah. sort of agree that it would kind of be cool to see it get preserved and what maybe they can do with the colors of what you're talking yes, about. Yes. Maybe it might need to be like touched up a little bit, yeah, you know? Maybe the director might need to be like, oh, you know, if I had the money, I could do this with the color mm. correction or right. whatever. Or if there's scenes that we just missed or just like even all overall, like I know there's substance in Criterion film that we get more of it. Why he did what he did. Right. Sure. Like, and there's yeah. not, there's yeah. a yeah. substance in this For film sure. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. But there's just s- certain things about the filmmaking that I feel like right is not to that criterion standard. it didn't have or, that um you know but it was still yeah. good yes. it was good yeah but I'm thank not, you guys yeah. for listening mm-hmm. this is our first spooky episode again spooky. um what what's well, okay next is next up is next mondo is house and the ghost and mr chicken Ooh. so if you guys want to check that out before Whoa. we do it haunted house edition yeah Ooh. so it's a nice little so we got like kind of it's kind of like a, a bit of a comedy Halloween. thing because house is a little yeah. comedic yeah. Ghost of Mr. Chicken is for sure comedic. It's got yeah. the great Don Knotts. It's so, so funny. Like, it's yeah. that family scared well, movie. See, you know? that's, like, that's why I kind of like our little flow we're doing yeah. here. We got these kind of like, you know, this is like the serious grief dramatic yeah, like thriller yeah. stuff. And now we're kind of toning it down a little bit. The with kind like of, the, you know, yeah, a little more you know, celebrate comedic. Halloween. A little comedic. Of fun, right? like little, <laughs> little, yeah. little Elvira, Mistress of the Dark kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. into yeah. it. I'm into it. Baby. Yeah. But but thank you guys for listening. I'm Jordan Garcia. This is a Criterion Cult. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Criterion Cult Pod, and, and please we have a big announcement. We're on Apple iTunes. Oh yeah, podcast. this is the first time we're seeing it. Podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah right. baby, yeah, yeah. We no got more approved, baby. Yeah, no more SoundCloud, please. Yeah, get us on iTunes. That's what mo- most of my family said they couldn't listen to me because I was on <laughs> SoundCloud. So now you got no excuse. Even they listen to all the rappers on SoundCloud. You've you got no excuse. <laughs> if you haven't listened to me, I will. F- I know where you all live. All I'll right. send a little red little person to fucking stab you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look now, but I'm at your door. No, but yeah. So follow us, please. Uh, leave a review. Um, doesn't matter what how many the stars. The link is look, on our Instagram. Look, it's yeah. easy to click. I'm Jordan Garcia. Follow me on Instagram at Young Jane Fonda. Follow me on Letterbox at Jody Foster Army. But look, if you've gotten this far in the podcast, I just want you to watch these movies we're talking about. I don't give a shit if you care about this podcast, but if you do, leave us a review on iTunes because that'll help us a lot. 
Yeah, definitely. Wanna, five yeah. stars only. Yeah. If you don't rate us, just don't rate us. Well, I don't know. But I five mean, stars. give us the truth. That's what I want. Mono wants five stars. Five stars. I want five stars. But give us the truth because, you I know, we want to improve. my titties. <laughs> You've got that <laughs> going for you. Yeah. No, so you're um, probably going to yeah. rate us really low. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, so follow me if they're you perky, want. They're but they're not. They're nice. Oh, Nacho Vialma <laughs> here. Follow me at He's Off the Map on Instagram and I believe that's Twitter. That's Eternal my, Sunshine. Yeah, deep of, dive of the spot. <laughs> yes, Eternal Sunshine. The spot is mine. He's off the map. Please. Hell yeah. What's up? All right. Wait, what are you on Twitter? You said you were gonna. What, what do you? I want? think same I, thing. I think it's also He's Off the Map. So yeah, just okay, find cool. me there. I'm uh, doing. Uh, this is the demon there. here. You can follow me on Instagram at MrBeast88, and that's MrBeast88 all together, no periods or anything like that. And you uh, got the treats from the beast going on right now. Yeah, right? during oh, yeah. during the month of October, yes. I I do a film, one film a day for Halloween and stuff like that. Yeah, so follow that. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to watch Chopping Mall. That's on Prime, right? Yeah, that's on Prime. Another thing that. too, I I actually want to give a shout out to everyone that has like either uh, comment back on any stuff that we've done with Criterion uh added us listen to us thanks for keeping up with us uh tell your friends tell your parents tell your kids whoever and also go vote tell, please tell your piece of shit kids yes go, go vote. fucking vote see go that's vote. what see we're at here in criterion cult you heard us we voted we voted things in we voted things out go vote because we want to get believe in voting yeah we want to get this asshole out of fucking office he already got covid we want him to get the fuck out Yep, I'm with Biden. I got a big ass mask too, but I'm also at uh, save underscore Mondo on Instagram and Letterboxed. And yeah, go follow us on the Apple iTunes app, where podcasts are really listened to. Thank yes, you sir. guys so much. Happy Halloween or R. happy R. spooky month. R.I.P. Eddie V. R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen. Oh shit. Woo.